You are listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode 22. Several hundred feet outside the uh, outside the the city here, and says you'll need to walk through the gates as I take the balloon down. I'll meet you inside. <coughs> uh, Ted is pretty obvious that Ricka he's he, he's pretty <coughs> obvious that Ricka hates him, especially after during the during the trip he discovered that Ricka he's like she said well, I hate you. You're a lady. <laughs> And, um, oh God! You no. said some very inappropriate things, and while uh, all... hold on, I need the n- yes no die. Yes no for what? As you received his first blow, Rika does not kick him in the balls. <laughs> this time, it was a he pretty always, close thing. thing always like at first, you know, I thought it was kind of amusing, but then sensed Rika's uh, discomfort in the situation and animosity. <coughs> so he tried his best balls to like distract right Ted down. off in a different corner of the of the balloon. Uh, so the rest of the trip went much quieter. <laughs> Did you guys subtract your boom? Balloon flight money? No, yet. definitely not. How many days? No, we didn't have our quartermaster. Yeah, I'm back, baby. Yeah. It was like eight. Wasn't it five gold like per day? Days. And it was eight days of balloon travel. I think the other group was ten. I actually did do the math. On yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So, so 50 50 gold 40 and 50. Oh, below a thousand again. Uh, right. He only charges us. Everyone's for, marked that. Yeah. He only charges five gold per day when we're 50. riding the balloon, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it's not that many because okay. I didn't ride that many days. Fifty is as the many. fifty is the amount for the people that didn't take as much. Oh, then yeah. yes, I did. Forty for you, fifty for. Oh, oh, never mind. I thought you said eight, eight days and ten. I thought you said fifteen eighty. Eight and ten. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Jerusalem yeah. uh, shows Rika his journal, one of his many journals. Says, Rika got some ideas while we we're flying. Look. And he's uh, sketched out a, a big circus-like tent. I mean, not as big as a circus tent, but it says the reliquary on it. And he says... The reliquary? The reliquary? 
reliquary. Oh, for relics, I suppose. Oh, sort relics and knowledge. Says I, I, I think I know how to spread knowledge to the people around here. I've been thinking about how uh, the the townsfolk in Oakhurst lived in area. They just walk away. Oh, that's the other thing with Reason is he doesn't say not. He says nay. Remember that for the future. Nay there were a couple knots last week. Just want to point that out. <laughs> it's, good no, it's good notes. Good it's good notes. Good notes. Otherwise, great job. Uh, he says they lived nay a day's travel away from the Sumla Citadel, and yet hardly any of them knew any of the knowledge that was hidden in there. Well, they're not adventurers. They're peasants and shopkeeps. Oh, weren't we all peasants and shopkeeps at one point, Auntie? Aye, but not all are meant for the adventuring life, Thrustin. Well, not the adventuring life, but they should have known more about it. Think that could have saved them from so much trouble. They could have known what those twig blights were. They could have known about the fruit. Oh, anyways. Got Sorry. The fruit. The fruit. I had to think about what that fruit. The fruit. The fruit. I'm raised in an academic setting. I had to learn how to roll my R. I, I, Dristen, I understand your uh, desire to educate, but. And then look at this. And he takes out a copper coin that he has cast magic mouth on as a ritual. And <laughs> the little head of it, a king or whatever that's on it, uh, as soon as he gets near Rika, immediately says, it screams. in a very informative voice as one might hear at a museum in an audio tour. <clears throat> Thank you for coming to the Velocorium. Let me turn to the page. The gift shop was 40. is open. Crumbar was 40? Yeah, for you. Thank you. Uh... Twigblight. Born of the deadly Golthias tree, twigblights are evil plants that bring terror to royal communities. Rural communities. This one is named Hamish. <laughs> Do not aggravate. Rika laughs and claps him on the back and says, I, Drosten, it seems like you've found a second calling in life. As a museum maker! Oh, I don't know what my grandpa will think of this, but I feel... He would loathe it! But I tell you what, my uncle, on the other side of my family, would love it. Ah. Alright, see, he's got a shopping list for Mirabar. Alright, you guys, uh, uh, march on up. Ted, uh, Ted, I'm trying to paint the picture in my head. Ted, Rika, Oil Vane, Okay. So small group uh, sauntering on up to the uh, up to the guards, uh, up to the gates. You see large gates uh, as those that uh, saw it last night. I'll just describe it freshly for you. You got uh, you got your 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 stone workers here. You got your dwarves. Um, all dwarves can uh, can recognize good stone uh, stonework when you see it, and that is the first thing you notice as you approach these gates from afar. Drusen has traveled a lot. Drusen has been to Mirabar. He did go to a lot of major cities. He's oh, okay. spent most of the time in, in ruins. So especially, Drusen's yeah. seen a lot of smaller walls around uh, smaller settlements and such. And this is a sight to behold. This is more like what the dwarves would build. Mm. Uh, and uh, indeed, knowing that there is a large dwarven settlement in Mirabar, uh, or, or Mirabar is a large. 
It's a combination of uh, a human dwarven settlement, city, I should say, and you see that these are these are immaculately uh, maintained gates, but also not to be ostentatious. They don't uh, they don't scream wealth to the untrained eye, but they do to the trained eye. Who knows how expensive it would be to maintain such things and keep them as clean and well presented as they are. This is clearly uh, it's clearly indicative of a culture that wants to uh, that wants to use their wealth, but not have it shown off. And uh, there are two guards standing outside the uh, outside the closed gates. It's a, the the main gates are open, but the porticlus is down, and uh, one of them is uh, isn't even watching you as you approach. He's got uh, he's got long red hair, and he's just sort of slouched against the wall, while the other one is uh, the other one is standing stiffly. Um, Wearing a clean uniform of the city guard, and he looks newbie. Uh, he looks passive as he, uh, but but you can see a lot of concentration in his eyes. There is, um, yeah. And he uh, he steps forward and he says, he says, "Hail and welcome to Mirabar. Please state your business." Three steps ahead of Ted. <laughs> uh, we're here for shopping and uh, and uh, restocking our supplies and such. He says, "How long will you be staying?" Uh, no more than uh, a night or two, uh, perhaps four at the most. Aye, to get some rest from the road. And where have you been traveling from? Uh, down south, reeking from Oakhurst. Yeah, were you riding on that balloon I saw? Aye, you saw the balloon. Fascinating thing, isn't it? Look, I made some sketches of it. Have you, do you know how it works? Aye, Drusen. He, uh, you, you see him, he is, uh, he is standing at attention and, or he's standing, you know, in his sort of guard, serious pose, and he looks and he says, it is something that would be interesting to learn uh, another time. Oh, he tears a page out of his journal with some sketches and stuff and folds it up and says, for you then, the next time you can put your feet up. Um, he takes a look, and then, uh, but he's, like, glancing his eyes back and forth to try to see anyone moving while he, like, looks, stands back up. And he says, okay, you are, uh, you are cleared to enter. The oh, no! Red. With me. Not um, this voice. With <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> the slouching guard steps forward and he says, <laughs> Hello! Hello! Edwick's the name! And he, uh, uh, holds out his hand to shake, uh, uh, to shake Ted's hand. Oh, no! Oh, hand. Don't touch his hands! With his hand. He says, <laughs> doesn't touch him. He says, ah! He says, clearly adventurers, I can see. I suppose we've been on a few adventures. Well, isn't life of one grand adventure? <laughs> he says, well, I'll have you know that as a uh, signatory of the uh, the Adventurers Guild's uh, bylaws, uh, Mirabar is an official, uh, is, is an official, and, uh, and he's stumbling over his words as if he's trying to recall the correct things to say. Uh, the point, you have to go to the Adventurers Guild, you have to register your group, that's what, that's what I'm saying. All right, well, we got our way there. He says, he says, very good, very good now. He says, and be sure that you tell them. Tell them that Edwick Bailey sent you. I needed you to tell them that. Oh, all right. Like, I really need you to tell them. Okay. 
and he, he right then we'll he, be we'll be going straight there. And Rico like grabs Drustin by the elbow and starts walking. Purposefully. Yeah, uh, Drustin looks at her as like. <laughs> like the dwarf. Drustin. Drustin. She whispers, sort of, not quite loudly enough for other people to hear. But Drustin, didn't that note mention something about standard guild rates? I and oh, we heard from Berto that it was through uh, not. Yeah, she got in trouble at the adventure guild okay, for okay, killing okay. the Indiana Jones of dwarves. Drustin, <laughs> Drustin, we don't know who While that we is. are in this city, you can't be called Drustin. <gasps> Another name? But that I, would be I, I honest. I propose Dresden. Dresden. <laughs> Edwick lets out a sharp and loud whistle. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. I can't whistle, so I had to wait for you guys. Um, and uh, he says, ah, hey, uh, uh, hey. Snarfblat. I'm not going to say Snarfblat. Snarfblat. Snarfblat here. Speedy bitch. Davin. Hey, Davin. Who? Who? What? He says, he says, we got a group here. They're heading to the guild. Why don't you, uh, why don't you head them there? Escort them. Why don't you escort them there? Make sure that they register. Uh, and he says, very well. And then the porticulus starts raising up, and the guy does not even look, or Edwick does not even look <laughs> yeah. at you as he heads back to his spot. And this time he actually just sits book. down on the ground. And is someone coming up to crosses his legs. To escort us? Yeah, the guy opening Gavin. the porticulus on the other side is standing right there, and he says, oh, welcome, welcome. He's like a daddy. As soon as he starts walking up to us, uh, Dresden takes out Hamish the twig plate, which he's been keeping carefully following those directions and the the gardening thing, carefully underfed to prevent him from growing more. Okay. Uh, But it also makes him twig plate. It also makes him very like angry. So he takes him out and does that thing where it's like. As if you were going to throw a giant jar of mayonnaise on someone, not realizing that the cap is uh, actually loose. Who's mustard? Um, it's doing like the, oh, trying to hold him back kind of thing as the twig light goes for the guard and says, "Nay, nay, hold to keep our distance. We've got to get this, uh, get this creature to the nearest uh, zoological gardens uh, before it, it sprouts its legs and goes running about the city." Stay at your post, stay at your post, do not get any closer. Davin takes out his cudgel. No, no, And slams so, it so. into his hand and he says, What's this? He it's, says, a, it's an important scientific specimen. He says, Did you declare this when you came into our town, <laughs> our city? When they asked, blame those guards over there, especially that guy with the red hair. Seems like a lazy one. But we've got to get to zoological gardens That's quickly, my boyfriend. Quickly. Did you just call him the lazy one? Yeah. Yes. The red guy. Uh, he steps forward and he says, That's my nephew you're talking about. Oh, shit. <laughs> he says, Trust me, I know all about... You need to shut this guy up. Uh, I know all about... And that's my nephew you're talking to. Come on, Dresden. I... And she grabs you by the elbow. Auntie... Rocka. <laughs> Rocka and Dresden. Fantastic. It's stabbed so quick. No one will see through these disguises. Uh, super these secret age. Dresden with an accent, it still is going to sound yeah. like Dresden. He says, I hear a hint of trouble from you, uh, from you lot, and I'll be tossing you into our, uh, tossing you into our stockades. 
Yes, that means jail. Or jail. Ted, Ted goes, uh, hey, hey, whoa. I'm, I'm not, not with them. I'm not with these two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and my, uh, uh, my, my son here. I know he looks different. Uh, my son, uh, we're, uh, I know I'm the more handsome. I'm here. One. I'm just here to, to look at. Can you recommend the finest brothel? In the Fuck city? you, Ted. The finest uh, brothel. I don't know her. I don't know what you. How do you know my name? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, if uh, anyone you guys. He puts his arm around you. <laughs> And says, Ted, huh? Birds That's me. That's he says, uh, yeah. he says, I got the place for you. I'll take you right there. Ask for oh, And he starts walking. Oh, and you nice. hear the voice, I how, what? Davin, are you not taking you? the group? And he says, higher commissions, uh, nephew, higher commission. Higher commission. <laughs> I love all the guards who work for different, <laughs> different Does Oilvein go with his dad? My niece uh, works for Oilvein. <laughs> My niece. <laughs> She'll treat you back. Oil vein, I'm really sorry, guys. I have to go with my dad. Oh, Oil vein, this is no way to have your first time. It does say, hey, well, if all you guards come with me, let's just go. Like, I'll take you. I'll treat all you guys. And he's shaking a bag of money. Oh, my God. Let's just leave these uh, yeah. girls behind. Yeah, we cares about them. Let's all go to the. Let's all go to the brothel. Let's all go to the brothel. How much money are you showing off? Uh, roll, roll a. How uh, uh, much oil vein had, it? right? Yeah. It's pers- no, it's persuasion. Uh, roll a persuasion here. All right. Oh, oh my God! This is from bad to worse. This is with advantage oh, because of the cash. This is with advantage because of the cash you're flashing. Yeah. So DC thirteen. Oh, advantage. The cash you're flashing. So you roll twice. Twice. You get your day. Oh, oh, that's a one. Oh, okay, I'm at uh, fourteen right now. Uh. The other, like, the other two guards that are, uh, at this area, uh, like, they look around, they look down the, uh, look down the street, you hear, yeah, you can't go, you can't go with it, and he says, uh, he says, sorry, buddy, that's, uh, it's a free brothel, <laughs> he says, free brothel, and, uh, uh, the two other guards go with Ted, <laughs> and suddenly, Drewston and Ricka find yourself standing unaccompanied, on the uh, inside side of the gates, just inside the city gates, with uh, with this other guy. Um, can't remember his name. Time to party. I got it right here. With Edwick on oh, the other Edwards. side, like he he had gotten up and he's like standing like unhappy, and then very shortly slowly. he just <laughs> sits back down. Watch out for well, can't get good fucking help these days as he crosses right, his nephew. legs and just leans his head back let's and closes go. his eyes. Let's let's go find your cousins. Hard to find your cousins. Um, and then from above we hear uh, oh, as uh, Anga, the vulture. who when I summoned back came back as a very loud, annoying Arctic gull. Uh, <laughs> cool. Flies down, landing on Drewston children. Because it's a goal. It's right. It goes, ah, ah, oh my god. Ah. And it's like, she came oh. back as a rat with wings. Oh. Come on. I'll go with you. Help us find the cousins. Ah. And then flies off. <laughs> oh. Amazing. Like, I don't like it when she's angry at me. She's like a puppet, but an asshole. And she circles around like she's going to come and help, but she just poops. Yeah. Anga, <laughs> <laughs> <Unga>, please. <laughs> 
Grimcorn, Bairn, Mock, Bear Jaw. That's all of you, right? Uh, Migosh. Migosh. <laughs> and, uh... Migosh fell down at a large hole. Uh, wait, wait, no, the, the four of you that I mentioned, where, uh, where are you guys? This is, this is afternoon the next day, so you've had a... Oh, no, no, I'm with the other group. You've had a, you've this had... Ted and... Right, guys, oh. let me... Just because we keep getting confused on who's with who. Okay. I honestly just, that would help me. Cool. Um, yeah, you've had a, you have a night... And uh, and most of a and most of a day. They had two days, uh, the balloon and a hike. We hiked in one day. We, we pushed, pushed through. The, we pushed through one. Night. So we both started. We went in one day to the city, and they yeah. did two rolls and then some more walking. We didn't do the rolls for that. I just yeah. put them there the next day. I put them there the day after. No, I think yeah. we, we walked the and they rolled. Did we do the rolls? Yeah, we did. And do then the roll. they rolled and we they got, got there. I think roll. we can assume that he walked like within a mile or so of the right. town. Right. I'm saying there's two full days. There should be a full day. Alright, then, then it's a full day. Yeah. And yeah. then, then you, two nights. You, you, you arrived at the wee morning, you have right. a full day, and then a night, and then it's, now it's the next day. In the afternoon. <clears throat> so, you're just asking where we are right now? Well, they're trying to find you. How do they find you? Gotcha. Tell me how they find you. Uh, Mock is in the market, uh, speaking and, and, and looking at other... other uh, just the, the, the wares that are being produced here in Mirabar. This, this is a dwarven community with a healthy crafting network, so... Yeah. And how does Justin and Ricka find you guys, unless you gave them no way to find you? Well, there is... I, I wanted people to, like, weigh in before I just say. <laughs> you can tell me what you're doing later. First, I want you guys to meet up. Oh, then you, you can explain you what they meet see. up. Very yeah. well. How do they find you guys? What'd you, what'd you do? You've had a whole day to set up. Yeah, left sure word at the gate, say, hey, if you see these people, we're staying at this inn. That seems pretty easy. And if that With didn't work urchin. out because they didn't, and they've all left no. for the brothel? Yeah, there's just, <laughs> I mean, we, we've got, we're at a hotel, and we give the descriptions of the people that are coming to find us at the hotel. They're just, you know, there's there's going to be some sleuth work here. Okay. Um, it's kind of so. hard to miss Yeah, so it takes, uh... Three. It takes, it takes a little bit, too. but uh, heading to the you. first most notable inn. Let's, yeah. yeah. Heading to the first most uh, notable inn, uh, Drewston and Ricca, an obvious first place to stop. You know, have you seen this group? And sure enough, the uh, the barkeep and inn proprietor tells you, uh, uh, actually he sees you and he says, he says, I've been waiting for you. Uh, it says, I've got the description of you too, and boy, you the spitting image. Uh, it says, he From says, whom? Who would be the best describer? Hi, Baron. Oh, Baron. Yeah. 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 He says, uh, he says, uh, dwarven fella. He says, he says, uh, he knows, uh, he knows your looks well. He says, oh, I wouldn't have mistaken you for anyone else. And he says, uh, he says, your friends are, uh, uh, are staying here and they've, uh, and they've arranged for a room for you. And, uh, here you go. And, Wonderful. And he Thank says, you. uh, oh, right. he says, he says, I think some of them are still here. I only saw, uh, I only seen a couple of them come and go, although I don't keep close tabs on my patrons, of course. He says, uh, discretion is blah, blah, blah. And then someone says, hey, I ordered mail 30 seconds ago. Oh, excuse me one second. And he goes and uh, he's filling up a 30-second ale. And then you see a sign that says 30-second ale. Yeah, exactly. It's the 30-second ale special, like... They don't want them the 31st second. In fact, when he says that, he doesn't roll his eyes. He, he's like, he's like, oh, hot in. Well, All right, let's go, let's go check anyway. up these rooms. Put our, put Did our you say down. rooms? 
No, just oh, come, come on, on come on, nephew. You need to get a little more. It's a joke. It's backed up. The description they gave for Justin was. He talks about room. There's no physical description given. Uh, yeah, we head up to the rooms. So good. For the better description. In one of them, you find Baron and Migosh. Migosh is sitting on a bed that he's using as a chair and knitting something or other. And uh, Baron is sitting at a chair, uh, flipping through a book, kind of mumbling to himself. Ah, Migosh. Um, Ted ran off uh, to a brothel, just so you know. <laughs> Migosh, so a bit. He just says, Migosh, Ted not pay Migosh. Home. Migosh, do not care. Migosh asexual. Come on, guys, come on. Just keep it in the conversation. Oh, glad to see you made it fine and safe. Good, good. Uh, I had a bet that it would be the next day would be a bad travel day. It was pretty consistent. It was good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Where's Mok? Ah, I went off to the market or something. Something about the competition. I'm not sure. And Berdo? The door opens up mid-sentence and she comes in with like a giant ham on one shoulder. <laughs> Did you wrestle? Ah, I see you got the ballpark. <laughs> it's close enough. I told you they're delicious. You won't regret your choice. Scrim corn is here. Oh, you're here now. I'll have to go get more ballpark. She's in a dwarven town. She says, "What's a ballpark?" He's like, "Oh, it's delicious. You should order one next time we're, you know, in town." <laughs> Will do. Usually, you don't eat a whole one yourself. <laughs> you know, Shroomborn's with Bearjaw. Uh, it's the only time. Uh, it's the first time you guys have actually seen any kind of wardrobe change with Bearjaw. Uh, uh, with uh, for for Scrimcorn. Um, uh, so he he now has uh, a, a cloak, a hat, a cloak. <laughs> it's a cloak. Uh, that's, um, of, uh, really looks like the bottom shelf rabbit furs. Uh, really just the, the ones that weren't suited for making a cloak out of, but, Somebody uh, actually yeah. cat fur, not stay, really real rabbit. Yeah, actually, like, got the faces. Uh, it's rat and cat. It's rats and cats, yeah. uh, mm. fur made into a cloak. It's his rat cat cloak. Um, and, uh, that's canon. Um, <laughs> you want the idea that uh, they yeah. sell it under some exotic animal name that's not real? And, uh, brought to you by yeah. dogs. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, you, uh, you guys saw him yeah. shivering and, and getting, uh, mechanically and emotionally exhausted. Uh, on the on the <coughs> wall camping in the snow, so now he looks like he's in the sky. Slightly more comfortable. Wonderful. Uh, anything that's been happening over the last day? Ah, uh, well, there was something about an adventurers guild that wanted us to register when we came in, but Mock blew them off, and uh, we didn't. Yeah, that seems I, like a bad idea. I have my suspicions. Remember the uh, the notes. We had said something about standard guild rates. That sounds awfully foreshadowing-y. There's more than one guild. 
There are I mean, many, there's a lot many, of many guilds. guilds in Mirabar. Yes, but here's the thing. But the DM didn't mention any of the other ones. <laughs> but, but here's the other thing. Berjo made a scene at the Adventurers Guild in Haldash, and here we are in a town that wants everybody to register with the Adventurers Guild, which has satellites in many different cities. I say no go. Hearing about this, Griffin that seems pretty convincing. Griffin looks concerned. He says, "I thought we came here to get away from whatever trouble." No, we came for supplies. We came. I thought we're going to Karundrakar. We are. Oh, we are. We are. Just waiting here to catch up. I thought we were trying to put distance between us and the people who want you guys Not dead and or alive. Not particularly, but we came. We we're this on our way still like more to Karundrakar. It's obvious that we should stop here along the way, re- refuel, restock our supplies, get what we need, maybe get a few hirelings if necessary, and then go to some finally. Geography yes, wise, that thing. Very where close. is Haldash compared to uh, Mirabar? Okay. Mirabar is here. Where's Haldash? Haldash, Haldash is, is like we're not oh, yeah, in the neighborhood. And are we going to be taking the balloon to Karundrakar yet, or are we? We'll going have to, be to going talk to Grumbar about that. Mountains are norms known for their unpredictable weather, uh, and may not he, be wise. And he did mention that mountains bear their own dangers, griffins and the like. Yes. Through? To begin with. And he's never traveled this area before. Wouldn't mind getting a cart and some horses? Aye, not horses for this. You'd need bulls. Oh. Bulls? You are both wrong. It is rams. Oh. Mm. I love it. Have you ever heard of a rampede? Is it like a very Aye. long ram? Aye, in Aye. one of <laughs> in one of Javin's stories. <laughs> in the Snowflake Mountains. <laughs> so many doubts about his stories now. I do too. Um, it's a terrible cool. thing. Shall we uh, join in on the shopping and then come back together at nightfall? Uh, I'm watching the room so nobody rifles through it. I uh, don't really trust Migosh. No offense, Migosh, we just met, but you know. Uh, I plan to eat this ham in its entire Mock's going to buy me a coat. He saw me shivering and he knows my size. He's got a good eye. You want anything else? Just let me know. That's okay. Migosh trust you though. Oh. I appreciate that, Migosh, but uh, it is completely one-sided. I'm a bit slow to trust, but that's just me. You're a good sort, I'm sure. It's nothing personal. I, thank you, thank you, nephew. Oh, uh, and by the way, that one, Dresden. Oh, I. It's my. No, you are confused. That is <laughs> Green Dwarf. Dresden Green Dwarf. <laughs> I might be a little too close. I, <laughs> Any humans have you'll the need a human in their name? <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad question. Sorry to interrupt. Y- you'll need a you'll need a clan name. Um, we we could use my mother's red heart. Bear red heart. Sure. We are just making up random things. <laughs> I will be. Moose jaw. Normal face. Mm-hmm. Have you already given anybody your name? Um, no, but I, I do shout it occasionally. <laughs> Probably wouldn't work then. They already know you're you. I am Bearjaw. Oh. Yeah, it it doesn't quite work if they already know that that's not your name. You do get discount ham, though. I am Bearjaw. You say discount ham? That's, and then they that's go, a side story oh, right there. Oh, then you get discount ham. 
Yeah. You'll have to the tell clamping, me all about it. The clamping of the ball pork. <laughs> By Aesop. All right, well, we'll go meet up with Mok. Or at least I will. Drosin, if you want to stay. Nay, I want to go shopping. Okay, excellent. Don't, <laughs> waste, all your, don't waste all your coin on incense. Oh, no promises. The market, <laughs> the market of Mirabar is a sight to behold. Um, this is this is a large city, and uh, and the market is uh, the market is filled. It is it teeming? is is it teeming? Is it brimming? It is teeming. It is brimming. It is a dedicated uh, uh, part of the town with uh, uh, with a whole bunch of stalls set up. It is uh, in the area. There are also permanent um, uh, uh, you know non stall shops that are a little fancier, Store actually price. set into stone buildings. Um, much of the uh, architecture here is is made from stone, and uh, a lot of adornments on the uh, a lot of adornments on the the, the decorations. Lots of uh, jewels and um, and you can clearly see some dwarven stonework and dwarven jewel work uh, throughout much. And that is uh, also another thing, as soon as you arrive at this market, you notice, uh, especially those of you that have seen other large human cities before, is that there's a remarkable number of dwarves present here as well. Uh, uh, dwarven dwarven shopkeeps and, and manning stalls and, and doing the shopping as well. And <clears throat> Mock has spent the last day and a half combing the marketplace for many reasons but primarily in his mind is to try to find some 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 indicator some some uh residual kind of flair of, of the talent that he knows existed in this area like dwarves don't flee far from their home and the craftsmen and the level of the level of craftsmanship that was described um of the by by Drusen of the uh, um, of the founder of Karundrakar, Mop just knows if there is if there is any kind of vestige of of that lineage or, or of that kind of that um, crafting heritage in the area that it might that it might be found in the market and so he's just been combing the market and the market so like, well then let me explain then because please you find that immediately because there's a massive dwarven city here sure um and uh you don't it doesn't take long uh, at all to see uh dwarven uh dwarven craftsmen uh craftsmen showing off their wares and as maka strikes up conversations with any of them he learns uh of the uh of the sizable undercity of mirabar that is almost entirely dwarves um and uh, the mining operations that uh go on deep beneath the city and uh and yeah, that, and so I guess the marketplace, I imagine, because of this mixed culture, would have probably like a large open air market where probably most of the humans would, would come to stalls that are easily accessible and bright and airy. And then there's more of a kind of a dwarven section where the, the, the shops themselves, where, where wares are sold, and, and the foundries and, and, and crafting workplaces are more one, more permanent fixtures with kind of with with uh, again the, the, the runic filigrees and and you really have as many craftsmen kind of selling their goods as you do have kind of like straight merchants just again more more salesmen kind of purveying wares that they may have no idea how it was made and so um, Mox begins to gravitate more towards kind of the, the dwarven uh, the, the dwarven marketplace and then venturing even uh, underground to some extent um, not not just learning more about the uh, the uh, again the, the extent of the operations but trying to find 
that one true flair. I mean, the, the swords that were described to him by by Drusum were things of legend, swords that were unbreakable out of a caliber that Mach feels so like he's are, never seen. Are in his you life. talking about the the legendary swords of Karunjakar? That's exactly what he's talking about. Like he heard these tales, and he feels oh, like oh. he feels like the, that 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 heritage may be represented. Okay, I thought you were talking about Mirabar. So he's in he's in Mirabar, but he's looking yes. in Mirabar for some evidence of this crafting heritage that was. Oh, Karunjakar! I didn't hear you ever say Karunjakar. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. In no. the ancient city of Petaluma, they had That's excellent right. chicken eggs. He's going yeah. to the now current town of Nevada. See that good well, egg. I, 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 I get I get you. Yeah. I thought you were looking. Mirabar is also known for its crafting heritage and absolutely. And, unique, uh, and I want to speak a little bit to okay. that too. I, I understand that. Yeah, sure. And I would say that another thing that he's probably noticed is that even though there is this massive, there's there's this, there's this incredible marketplace which is which is signature and probably the greatest place of trading for 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 hundreds of miles. He, as again, as somebody who dwells and works and has much history in this. Can see that this is a marketplace that may be receding, like maybe on the decline. There's just there's just slight indications of just stalls, like places places where the market has retreated a little bit, or sections of the market that just clearly aren't as well attended or as well maintained. And he begins to think back of what Baron has mentioned about Mithril Hall's presence in the area, and maybe catches a a, a, a comment or two laced with bitterness uh, about uh, about other. Other kind of competition in the area. Maybe not even mentions the word Mithril Hall, but there's a little bit of a of kind of that 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 backdrop. So he continues his search to try to see if he can find any indication of, of this of this legendary talent, these 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 lost and forgotten techniques. Um, I'm gonna have you uh, for all of that roll a uh, just your general success in how much you're able to find here. Sure. And I think. I think it's going to be perception overall. It is. It is searching. It is okay. searching for for you know yeah, largely visual clues to notice uh, notice these little things. Uh, if he, you were to make a fuss, I could. He's say a good negotiator, but he's not a great networker. His strength yeah. wouldn't be to like butter somebody up. Yeah, that would like, be different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, just you, uh, d20 for just a d20. This is actually just going to be a spectrum. How well you do is so how much you're able to. I rolled a straight one. So that's a <laughs> four. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, that, that's a four. So I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say the the primary the primary problem Mock has here is that there is such a rich dwarven history in Mirabar yeah. that Mock finds himself constantly heading down tangents of sort of investigation and. Uh, and then and then and then talking and then wanting to learn more about a strange jewel craft like work that he's especially jewel crafting right because that's his his work and he sees that like it's a technique he has so like a day and a half and flies by and he's done almost nothing and then and then and then he'll realize half a day into it and he goes oh no I I got distracted from that thing he tries to do it again he finds another super interesting thing Mirabar is not part of the uh, is not part of Adric's um, yeah, you know, Adric's extended network. family uh, while Adric had a bit of our dwarven history here in case anyone doesn't know while Adric the shared grandparent of our of our three dwarves here and the and the father of Ricca um, while he married his seven daughters into seven different clans uh, sort of creating a big uh, uh, a big unification of sorts um, and a bunch of dwarven holds Mirabar is not part of that Mirabar remains independent of that and 
not coincidentally so. Mirbar is very much its own dwarven settlement. They, they, they mingle with humans in a very unusual way compared to other dwarven settlements. And uh, so this a lot of this is new to, uh, to Mok, because while they trade heavily with other cultures, I would a, a lot of the other dwarven holds don't do a lot of trade with Mirabar because they don't feel a lot of need to get the craftsmanship of these dwarves that consider themselves sort of oh. otherly. It's it's Mirabar does most of its trade with the other Sword Coast sort of human dominated settlements. And Mages appreciates things that are beautiful fundamentally, and so like the mixing of cultures here provides new again again new new decor, new technique, and. Yeah, like just a lot. A lot of it is a lot of it is, is is inspiring in its own way and kind of you know brings a lot of questions forward. And so, you know, a day, a day of just kind of like you know trying to chase leads but constantly getting diverted. A night of you know several ales. You know, a late morning that he was sure he's gonna get up and get right back at it. Mm, Ten o'clock rolls around. Fine, I'll get back to it. It's just where did the time go? Um, and who was heading out to the market to uh, to find Mock here? Uh, also, there was a there was a there were a couple items he was looking for. A warm coat for Baron, which I'm sure he has no problem. A 300 gold piece diamond. In, in in a in a town this big, in a mining town this big, you can certainly find it. Exactly. Uh, so 300 gold diamond. That is a that is a big thing. Your your problem is going to be finding it at that price. That's exactly what I hope to hear. Um, so, well, you need one that is mechanically worth 300, I assume. Or... Uh, this is for this is for Baron, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, for a... yeah, the problem is going to be finding uh, uh, someone that's got it and is willing to let go of it for close to that price. So, sure. I keep spying on your sheet to look at the skills. Here. Oh. Yeah. Um, Don't you have a? Free I do not. Eight hundred. Um, there you go. Ah, he has his, his dungeon master sheet, but yeah. it's, 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 it's unwieldy. It's, but it is, unfortunately. You could swap it out well, for the tower, but I will say, Mock is a clan crafter, specifically mm. a jewel crafter. Yes. He won't be bullshitted on quality. No, absolutely. To any absolutely. degree. That's why Baron like, said, hey, well, you know, scout on the market. Could you yeah. pick up a couple things for me? the first person's face. Right, and like, when Mock's good cousin Baron asked him to go get him a nice jewel it's you know alright call it he's um, gonna take care of that here's what it is it's persuasion is the overall haggling nature here you're rolling with advantage because of your superior to almost anyone you're talking to here knowledge of such things that you can easily bring that knowledge to bear uh, in a persuasive argument, so it's a DC ten to get to get the fair market price. Okay. Uh, lower than that, and you're gonna be paying a markup. Okay. Well, we'll just see how that goes. Uh, I did not get that. I got an eight and a two. Eight Ooh. and a two. Well, Gosh. so okay, so at an eight, you're looking at uh, you're looking at three hundred and fifty gold, which he'll part with. And you easily see like multiple things where it's like someone's got one on display for nine hundred gold, like absurd yeah. things, and you can tell that these have been here for. Forever, right? They're just waiting for the right Room. rich adventurer to come through, which in Mirabar, it'll happen. Mog uh, is a negotiator, and he, he, he knows he's getting what he needs, but he just comes to the point in the conversation where he, he's just not insider enough. Yeah. Right? Where he's like, he, he gets to that point where he's he's risking jeopardizing the whole deal and coming back with something more expensive. And so... And back in his days, yeah. running a business like this, you have the time, oh. right? 
Okay, you don't need to get it today. You can take a couple weeks to get something that valuable, something that important. You got, you guys want to probably be leaving here in a day. Nonetheless, um, it put Mock in a little bit of a foul mood. I expect I so. I used to run these streets. Yeah, exactly. Well, not these ones, but oh, no. never mind. I'm, I'm paying streets. for it. We'll see about, uh, see about that. It, who's heading out to the market? Scrimcorn? Bearjaw? I'm, I'm with Bearjaw. Bear I'm watching the room. I was staying with... Oh, you, you were staying in the room the whole time? When are you leaving? She's eating an entire She's eating an entire ham. That's when she take finishes her, When she finishes her entire ham in five minutes, is she leaving? Is she sitting around doing nothing? No, she, well, I mean, sitting around, no. You have to chew carefully when you eat a ballpark, because they put a little thing in there that's the surprise, and whoever finds it wins the, you know, the ballpark game. But the She's thing like is, you got to chew carefully or you'll break a tooth. <laughs> what? <laughs> the legend of the ballpark continues. It's in the ballpark. It's just basically saying it's in there somewhere, yeah, you know? You're close, but you might be too close. <laughs> Alright, so what does she do after? Um, no, she's, she's staying there. She's doing like, um, like just a pretty contained set of like push-ups and, and pull-ups and things like and that. And when does she leave? Why are you trying to get Bearjaw to leave? She won't leave. Because I need to do something when Bear, when Bearjaw leaves. So I need to know when she's leaving. Does she, does she stay know. cooped up in the room? She, for well, two honestly, the city stinks. She. It, <laughs> well, she it's, it out. it's it's just the whole city. It um. Ah, it's, it's, well, city city smell like sweat and 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 shit and. True. She's true. she's not into it. Uh, it doesn't smell like. Being on the road, she was in the air balloon, in the forest, in the little town. This is a city city. There's no greenery for like blocks and blocks and blocks. I don't know if there's even a park here. So yeah, she don't like being out there very much. Okay, fair enough. We'll handle it later then. I could see um, after devouring the ballpark mm -hmm. and after doing some push-ups and after doing some sit-ups, I could yeah. see Bearjaw okay. maybe getting- digestive Another ballpark. No, really <laughs> annoying, actually. <laughs> That's fair. And uh, Baron and Migosh being the only ones in the room. Uh, I, I imagine Baron after no, no, no. a while. No, no, no. Squeeze my bicep. You will see it. It's like rock. I can Migosh imagine. can't lose count. Knit one pearl three. <laughs> <laughs> How about... Uh, I grew up here. It's been some years. Migosh... I can probably, if you can give it an hour, why don't we go wander about? I can show you places where I, you where know. Where we can fight. Ah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good, let so, us go. Uh, She's already pulling him out the door. find a rough neighborhood. Let's go find a rough neighborhood. Yeah, has Bear Judge been unable to find, like, a good, rowdy place so far? You guys no, stayed... she just hasn't hasn't been much for looking for it. Yeah, because so, you guys stayed at the first, you stayed at the first inn closest to the gates. This is actually going to be a better sort of presented area. This is not going to be the slums right here, the first thing you walk through the door. So if, uh, if Bear Jaw's looking for a cage fight, uh, she's going to have to go a bit deeper. Well, uh, <laughs> it's been quite some time, but when I was a lad, there was a rather nasty establishment by the name of the Rusty Python. Uh, and I think it was somewhere in this quarter of the town, so we can go see if it's still there. <laughs> so be it. It's so nice this Rusty Python will not Soviet? know what hit it. Nice. So be it. Is 
curiosity is. I am curious just to see if it's still there or not, but you know. The great bear job. I think we're on the same page of being irritated by this. You get there and it's like... Needless architecture and organization, but uh, an area of the city that more represents the cutthroat, primal nature, survival of the fittest. Okay, we will see how they're there and it's all been gentrified. I mean, it's quite possible it may have been nasty when I was young and among the youngins, but now they're all gold up and they go in there and drink their ale and talk about the good old days. I will set something on fire. It's a Starbucks now. I can do that now. (laughs) Still got like like one of those those thrumming things, those Molotov cocktail things. Just hold on to it. Just in case you need to set a fire really fast. So we got Baron, Bearjaw, and Strimcorn. To the bar I we mean. go. Alright, so they're heading to the the Rusty Piton or Python or yeah. the Pine. thing you tap yeah. into yeah. a wall. Rusty Python. 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 Baron doesn't know how it's pronounced. Baron does not. The Rusty Python. How many mountains it. do you think I've climbed? <laughs> Big fat zero. Well, you're right. about to climb one soon. So let's jump to. So you're Migosh staying in the. Google culture to climb sure. the means something uh, very here, specific. According to Google. Piton. 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 Rusty Piton. Like a piton pie. Rusty piton pie. All right. So who's uh, meeting up with the mock in, at the end? Who's I mean, mock? I think we were gonna. Meet I'm saying mock at the market. Mock at the market. Yeah. Here's your market group. The Here's your rest of the market. Here's your, your brothel group. I'm going to the market. Justin, <laughs> Rika. Justin and Rika find mock and mock. Okay, Justin and Rika. Drustin has rented a mule, a packed mule, to carry all the things that he's buying. <laughs> he purchases a large tent, like farmer's market size, not like circus size. And some easily arrangeable display cases and furniture. Uh, and then commissions a sign that says the reliquary in bright gaudy colors. More gold Rick paint. And maybe it's more mock gold. that finds yeah. Drustin yeah. at the at the sign uh, uh, you know, sign at a wood wood carver. And yeah. Rika is sitting on a stool just like I tried. And he keeps pointing his sketches in his journal. And he says, I want the cube big and mysterious looking. It's not mysterious uh, enough. Make it more mysterious. (laughs) No, not that. It's mysterious. People can't tell it's a cube. It's on you. You run across him. But very well. Uh, And as you're sitting there uh, investigating whatever, looking at whatever item you're looking for, you just feel yourself getting slapped in the back of the head. (laughs) And he says, Oi, Drossen! Oh, about time you are here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Where, where's the Where's the Baron and the rest of them? Uh, Baron was back at the unnamed inn. That's uh, the name of it. The the safe house. The, uh, the unnamed inn. The haven. Uh, the warrior and flagon. Oh, the warrior and flagon. I mean, uh, uh, we came out here. We let the Baron, Bearjaw, and Scrimcorn there, mm. and Auntie Rocka, and I, Dresden Red Harp. Harp. 
Mark shakes his head and he's the resident Red Heart says came out to do uh, some shopping. I've got an idea. It says uh, oh oh Dresden and you can see like his clan crafter slapped him upside the head. His, his, his clan crafter signet is still yeah. on his Quite hand. Like he says he says uh, there, this is like this city is enormous. He says uh, once we left those goons at the gate behind, I doubt they'll be finding us anytime soon. Not enormous <laughs> enough. <laughs> he he, he laughs. He says, "Oh, Auntie, uh, you know I'll pay the toll if they find us, but I'm not that concerned." Uh, he says, uh, "But Rocker and and and, and what a Dresden it is." Uh, so, uh, so you please. Been thinking of putting together some files. Uh, he says, "Is uh, I've been doing a lot of hunting uh, last day and a half, but this place is amazing. Sorry, glittering distractions." Glad you've what? been well entertained, nephew. Yeah, it's alright. Uh, special place, special place. But uh, uh, well, when, when are we meeting with uh, with the others back at the uh, Warrior Flagon? Once he phone? decides that he's picked up enough junk for the road. Wait, I've got to get some more incense. Uh, well, I'll accompany you uh, until until that time. I've <clears throat> done, done about as much hunting as I as, as I can can bear at this point. Uh, he leaves, uh, he goes to, uh, uh, like, a leather worker's, uh, for some, like, leather banners, and leaves some directions there, and then goes and buys 50 gold pieces worth of incense, some more jade dust from a magic shop, the old magic shop. Um, all the while, you guys are being just pursued by Anga's just <coughs> terrible drive. Mug does, that's when when he tries to buy the incense, Rika just looks at him and says, "Are you sure? I'm pretty sure she hates you." <laughs> Justin uh, goes to eat a hot dog and I'm get dives down and steals that <laughs> fast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't even eat. Don't get brought. My brother says, oh, "It's my penance for sending her down to her death." <laughs> Mog Ma- does return. Mog does return the uh, the warhammer that Ricka lends him uh, with a with a fresh handle, with a fresh handle re re gripped and, and ready oh, to go. Oh, very nice, thank you. Uh, having himself picked up a, a, a stout dwarven maul with the uh, with the uh, all, all the markings and filigree of something crafted here in Mirabar. And after a, a couple hours, he goes and picks up the signs and he shows them the big banner that says. Uh, uh, artifacts cool. of the Sunless Citadel. He <laughs> says he wants uh, to start a museum. I'm so excited. <laughs> Stay low. Keep keep a low profile. Use a fake name. <laughs> I'm starting a circus. <laughs> <laughs> museum. Um, like I said, Rick cried. Uh, and he loads he it all on the uh, mule that he's renting. How much does the tent and all this stuff? For his rent. Are you renting a mule or are you buying a mule? I uh, well, it depends on if we at, go at the end of this day. He's gonna have to pay for that mule. Um, this uh, you should buy that mule. Is it? Are you getting nice stuff? Is your first version of this presentable it's, or is it gonna look pretty? No, it's presentable. Presentable. Yeah, he's willing to drop some coin on it. Then you're looking at uh uh. <clears throat> And, you're, and you you kind of have to take the first deals you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at 130 gold. He spends it. Nice. There's no too high a price on a dream. <laughs> Do you <laughs> see? The merchant hears you say that. Uh, uh, actually, that'll be 50 gold. Great. Great. 
There's no, not too high a price on a dream. There's nay too high. There's nay. There's nay too high a price on a dream. Well then, good dwarf. Then you're gonna want the finest leather for your sight. This is Here made of unicorn. Made of unicorns. There's unicorns. When that happens, yep. I'm pretty sure that Mock throws up in his mouth a little bit, and Ricka just face palms. The- the museums are for retired folk. Once you hit your 400th year, you'll find me in the museum rotting away, I hope. <laughs> the leather worker who, uh, the opportunistic leather worker who tried to do this, clearly pushed too hard, cranked the price up too high, uh, uh, needed to exercise a little bit more uh, subtlety there. And uh, is not able to pull the wall over Juice's eyes. Scrimcorn, Bairn, and Bearjaw heading over to the rusty. So as we're walking up, he says, Well, when I was a lad, there was a group of dwarves known as Battle Ragers, and they were right weird. But you know, it's sort of a different dwarven tradition. Basically, when they got in a fight, they would just get all frothy at the mouth. And they wore spiked armor and like spiked gauntlets, and they just go like hug people and shake. It was weird, but they <laughs> did it, and it was a wrong proud tradition. It's a thing, and this is where they like to hang out. I did it with It was a different edition of D and D, so there okay. were just different rules. Okay, but when uh, as Baron is explaining this, Scrimcorn, it's a very slight recollection. Of, of this description that Baron is uh, is giving, and now Scrimcorn's special unique uh, mechanic. What's it called? Did we have a name for it? Oh wait, yeah, it's 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 uh, the Scrim Scorn table. Uh, um, not the Carwinian. Is whenever Scrimcorn enters a new uh, place, a new town. Um, the Scrimcorn has to roll against the table to see the general disposition of the town against him. This represents two general things. One is his immediate uh, just physical appearance and demeanor uh, is off-putting to many. Uh, maybe we should say most. Um, but also, Scrimcorn has done a lot of jobs for the three witches over the uh, over his over the life course of his life. Only like thirty, but I've made a lot of enemies. And He's been busy. uh busy. He and Scrimcorn Scrim as you saw in Oakers, he doesn't stick around long when no. he's done with the job. And so oftentimes the 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 resulting uh sort of yeah, general absolutely. opinion or how things went is largely unknown to Scrimcorn. So you say you're going to Mirabar, Scrimcorn may or may not remember that he was there for a job. Maybe he remembers, I don't know how good his memory is. But how people will well, think about him? He's got no clue. I mean, if you guys hadn't gone down to Waterdeep, he would be known as the guy who brought back the terminally ill daughter. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... You just want to brag. <laughs> but, uh... So roll on your table as you enter this part of Mirabar. It's a... 62, I believe. The, the big one's the 10 side, right? Yeah. That makes sense. 62. That's it's bigger. The opposite way is locked. 62. Uh, okay, I gotta pull up the little mechanics. 
Scorn. Scorn. Uh, so I don't have it numbered on the table, so I Scrim Scorn. Scorn. Yes. Scrim Scorn. 62, you said? Yes, 62. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, hang on. I have to translate this a little bit because it's not the exact type of You got her pregnant. No, that's, that's 10. That's 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> He got dead uh, No, you impregnated somehow all of its cattle in the town, and they bore abominations. Yeah. <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> you, you have an idle child who whose mother died during childbirth, and he has sworn to murder you if he ever finds you. All in the last. As you Long approach the rusty piton, uh, piton, as the rusty piton. There's a dwarf. There's a gruff-looking dwarf with a spiked arm. So a regular-looking dwarf. Spiked, a regular-looking gruff dwarf. Um, extra gruff. That's extra gruff. Uh, wearing spiked armor, and uh, uh, he sees Baron walking up, and Baron is in like nice fancy armor. Armor. He's wearing his red dragon armor. His red, red dragon. dragon. Okay, so it's actually. <laughs> Fucking nice. Pretty, armor. but it's clean. It's clean, and it has all the symbols of Morden and everything on it. So oh, he's like he's as obvious magical. about what he is yeah, as what he is. Like no, no, she's wearing the hat. You get a couple. And the dwarf uh, looks Baron up and down at first, and he says, "Don't get much of your type in here." Oh, I haven't been in this part since I was a wee lad. I had a friend who was in the mood for a tussle, and they seem to recall something about that being popular in these parts. He's already got a big smile from seeing you walk up, and then he slowly turns his head towards Bearjaw, and, and then turns his head up towards Bearjaw, and that smile gets even bigger, and he says, Boy, they're gonna love you in there. Can be battle of the ball. And, uh... And he's about to open the door as then he looks back and he says, You. <laughs> looking at Scrimcorn. Scrimcorn is looking down at his rat cat cloak, which he's still just loving. <laughs> <laughs> is it like checkered, like cat, rat, cat, rat? No one knows. <laughs> um, there's some pretty great cats There's some out pretty there. small cats and some pretty large rats in the mix. Uh, he sees, he sees, but does oh, he recognize God. him? Does Scrimcorn Actually, remember, no, does he? He's already forgotten Lady Crayley. <laughs> he says, he says, you know the rule ever since last time. He says, you go in the side door, the one for the dogs. <laughs> you have dogs? Use doors? <laughs> they call them doggy doors, but... Why aren't you ever going the doggy door? Scream, what'd you do? Are you a dog? Were you a dog? Are they not allowed humans here? They have been in this neck of the woods before. What else? But... Was this the... Was this about the well and the water and the vomiting? Or... He says... Don't act like you don't remember the well uh, as well as it was yesterday. We all sure do. He, he says, like I said, with the dogs. And he uh, he opens the door and says, you two can come in though. You'll have a great time. Okay. I'll see you inside. Oh. Click. <laughs> 
He puts his hand up to protest, but the door is already closed. Yes. Gotta make sure she's all happy and healthy. Spread that dog door. I've heard dog. Go find that dog door. I can just turn into a dog and let Turn into a swarm of beetles and just less slightly less embarrassing. Dog. That's not as weird if it's a dog going through the dog door. He, is uh, that what he's saying? He's, he's mumbling. He's, mumbling. Oh, yeah, he he's muttering to himself. As he doesn't usually... He says, oh, now you remember, huh? <clears throat> he said, it was, it was a long time ago. <clears throat> what? Like how long, you, you long look, was it? You look great. I'm sure <laughs> your intestinal fauna have recovered. <laughs> and uh, around the side is a uh, another dwarf not wearing armor. He's just wearing some like light leathers and uh, he's naked. And he looks he looks at you with just a scowl on his face as he uh, as he unlatches a uh, unlatches a low door. He opens up. <laughs> It's three feet high. All the way with it. So it's like a dwarf height door, but it's like the split door, like the middle. So it's like opens the top and opens the bottom. Yeah. He just opens the bottom. <laughs> just It's like with uh, in, in the Lord of the Rings, the gate at the town of Bree that had uh, a window at the top and then a window at the bottom for hobbits. That's like two feet of clearance. You gotta like you're lying down. You're prone. They have advantage. <laughs> it's a doggy um, door. He, Why don't you have a dwarf height? Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he mutters to himself the whole way through and uh, gets mud all over his uh, everything. His rat cat cloak. Oh, not just mud. Oh. Um, oh. Well, it's a dog shit door. Keep it square. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, the inside of this place. Okay, let me. Uh, I need some. So this is, uh, if it is still here, this place is hundreds of years old. It's so it's smelly? From it is a hundreds of years old dwarven drinking establishment. Known, drinking and pit fighting establishment. Known for its very nasty reputation. Yes! I like the idea They're that so happy. it's one of those places that people like flip coins up into the ceiling, but and it's then, been so long then, that there's stalactites of coins just hanging from uh, the ceiling. See, this is what shows where my, my mind is at. You said flip a coin, I imagine they flip a coin and then punch the person in the face as they're looking up at the coin. Oh, yeah. I don't have good music. Well, tricks. Well, well, uh, this is music from the, 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 the pirate carousing. Yeah, go pirate. Where they're all donkeys. Go pirate. Yeah, Just go, but manifest don't ever go pirate full music. pirate. Never go I mean, full pirate. A shitty bard is not going to have much music, I think. Oh, wait. I've got something. Uh, yeah, do you just have ambient shouting and punching? Nope, I've got it. Oh, that's oh, okay. Western. All right. This is Bastion. Oh, yeah. There is a... This There is a... Yeah, a loud uh, dwarven band uh, uh, playing in the corner. There, uh, there are... There's a pit area in the middle that is lowered down and where dwarves are currently fighting, throwing punches and other dwarves. And a good smattering of humans here as well. Uh, just like... Screaming and throwing coins into the uh, into the pit as uh, you see a fighting. Thirty second ale and it's crossed out and it says fifteen second okay. ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tap and you just go up to it. It was clearly born here and then like all the other establishments started doing it, so they had to double down. 
Absolutely. Better and, bar maids. Uh, they have keg maids, and they just wander around. With their keg, super strong keg maids. So yeah, a, uh, uh, a dwarven lady walks up to you immediately and just shoves a, a huge stein uh, into each of your faces and says, Drink up! Oh, all right then. Uh, you don't have to tell me twice. Ah, uh, what do I owe you? <laughs> she says, she says, oh, you'll pay for it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll pay for it. Behind and she winks butt. and walks away. <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> Behind the bar, there's With a the list sign of, of priests all over your head and tabs. <laughs> Way down beneath all the cobwebs, you can barely see Baron just down there. (laughs) (laughs) Each of the unpaid tabs is held up with a dagger through the forehead of the like rough sketch of the person. Yeah, but this is like so long ago that's just like behind everything. And uh, it's a young Baron in the picture. (laughs) And the 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 cheering and screaming comes to a head as uh, as you see uh, the one of the dwarves just get clocked right in the face and just fall down cold. And the, the two, uh, a, a human and a dwarf step in and just drag him out by his feet. And uh, the people are screaming and someone comes in, gathers up all the coins and uh, uh, and pulls them over and says, and says, who will take on the champion of the ring? And then there's like the, that like silence as people are kind of like muttering and then there's like footsteps. Thum, thum. And then the crowd's just partying, and then there's just a silhouette of Bear Jaw stepping out. Normal face will fight. (laughs) (laughs) And then the crowd erupts. Normal face, Twindle and normal face, Twenty Copper and normal face. (laughs) Big offer. And uh, he says, "We have a challenger." As Bear Jaw steps into the ring. Who's the, who who's gonna, who am I gonna... Who's the guy, the guy that won the fight. Oh, that fucker. Oh yeah, a dwarf in full spiky armor. Okay. Crack, with, crack. With, with spiky... Uh, uh, I think we need a music change for this. Mm. Dude, I don't have a better one. Um, Twisting Streets from, from Bastion is good. I don't... Or, um, uh, like this Faith of Jeff. What's wrong with this one? Can we get the pit-fighting montage music from Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> I don't just have every time the turning the wheel. I have this was kind of lower end. This is fine. It's fine. Fine, fine. 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 He did fight with some weird spiky guns one time. Well, that's All right, true. That's that's guy. Guy. Right, if you can, if you can, like the band changes like, their song as Bearjaw steps in and he says, um, "Normal face versus the undefeated champion." Spiky guy. <laughs> it sounds cooler in dwarven. Spiky guy. Your first fight is. And they all. Champion. He says it in dwarven. Do you speak dwarven? No. No. Uh, Scrim does. Scrimcorn. Okay, okay, Bear jaw oh, catches sight for me. Of Stands up, brings up some dog shit. <laughs> God damn. There's like a dog kennel area over to the side that's going to be standing in you just assume that fighting dogs are kept <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, are kept there there are no oh, dogs in there right now kept, but scream uh, corn's just standing I'm going to fight a dog there aren't any <laughs> if I need to I'll fight a dog <laughs> oh my gosh this <laughs> and uh oh cool what nothing it was just 
I like that it says tra tavern brawler there. It just makes me happy. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you were born like, for this. This was meant to be. Uh, are you gonna fight? The best uh, place to get a brawl. Your home. It's the brothel of fighting. Brawl. <laughs> brawl. Uh, no, he says against the undefeated champion, Killface. Yes, Killface. Oh my gosh. No Wolfface right. versus Killface. No Wolfface versus Killface. Wait. Yes. This is truly, truly. <laughs> this is my Killface. <laughs> This is my no. face. It's the same face, which is kind of an insult. Yeah. Face. Uh, all I right. wake up with that face. This is going to be a, uh, a contest of, uh, uh, of opposed um, fun. athletic checks here. Fun, fun. Everyone likes a good old athletics check. Let me see what I got here as far as checks and whatnot. First page of your show. Oh, you're looking for anything special you have? Yeah, just making sure. It's 50 bonus size. Things like that. I you probably I do. I know, I'm just. I feel like I do, but I can't remember. Uh, challenges, right? You said? Yeah, it's not going to save Strength checks and saving checks, though. So, yeah, that's not going to help me. No, 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 check, no. An athletic right? check is a strength check. So okay. Like, then yeah. I will. I will enter a rage. Well, what does that look like? <laughs> um, For her, it's it's more subdued. Um. Her. More subdued than what? More subdued than a spiky kind of thing. Than a kill face. More than a kill face. It's her normal face. Her normal. Her rage she, is her normal she face. She smiles, and, and there's the, there's a hint of like sharper canine than you're used to. Um, and her eyes are normally like kind of. Like Johnson just goes up a little. Yeah, bit. a little bit of the little bit of the eyebrow happens, and um, but a la Scorpion King more. Okay. Um, That's fair. And her eyes, uh, yellow, actually, uh, the, um, the iris is kind of more bear-like in that. Bear the, uh, the, the, the dwarf who is uh, announcing the fight reaches over, uh, uh, reaches over the, the short wall of this, uh, of this little pit. And you see he just picks up a bottle of, uh, of dwarven whiskey and he says, Ready! And he just slams it down on the walls. It makes a loud crash noise, and the dwarf charged the other dwarf, the killface, kill charges at Bearjaw. So we're we'll at are opposed. This is opposed athletics, uh, and you're gonna need to get uh, you're gonna need to get two wins first. To do what? To win. Yes. Oh, okay. First, oh, first, 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 and I would assume that killface is also raging. I, that effectively is best two out of three. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that you were doing. They're basically dwarven barbarians. Ooh. Well, it depends wow. on what your modifier is, I suppose. Wow. He is at a 22. Um, I'm probably Kill not going to get 22. No, wait, wait. Plus six? Yeah. Um, 17 23. plus six is... 23. 23. 23. You're up by one. Nice. What does Bearjaw do here? He runs at her. How does she barely win this first exchange of blows? He runs He runs at her, and as he's, he's just so, like... Small and then coming at her, he just doesn't hit a vital part of her. He's expecting someone a little bit taller or a little bit shorter, you know, than Bearjaw is. So mostly dwarves. What would have been, mostly dwarves and humans, but what, clients what, are like what, another what two feet on really top of that. Would have been a dangerous blow, like maybe something that would have knocked her over or or like Sarah off her feet. Vital, it like really just was like the meat of her thigh, but just misses. So you're saying he 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 stabs. Yeah, it's the rage that helps her like 
not so, uh, feel so that pain. So he charges forward and uh, he goes in for what looks like it's going to be a punch and instead throws his elbow into what would be the spikies, what would yeah. be like uh, uh, an artery on someone two feet shorter. And uh, as he tosses his elbow spike into her and she doesn't even react as uh, he pulls it out. Some Looks blood down. is dripping out of the uh, injury and the crowd the screams, 20 gold on the Goliath! And like coins are just showering in. Normal face! It's like Again. trying to elbow a tree. Just oh boom. Yeah, exactly. Now you're just stuck to the tree. Mmm... <laughs> Let's see, that's a... 17 18. on this guy. 18 on this guy. You have such a huge modifier. You got six. six. I just gave this guy three. That's pretty good for a random NPC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he is a genius. All right, then how does Bear Jaw win? Well, that was a tie, wasn't it? Tie, yeah, 17-17. Yeah, 17-17. Oh, tied. oh, my mistake. Oh, I, I mentally looked I at mean, the I'll natural roll. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. tied. So the next... Uh, uh, I was confused. I thought you were just The next blow is he hesitates for only a moment. He is a skilled uh, skilled combatant as he does it. He realizes he needs to readjust his strategy as he takes a stance, stares down Bearjaw for a moment. Bearjaw just walks up to him and tries to punch him in the face while he's staring her down. And uh, <laughs> He's giving uh, her a face. She'll give him a face, too. She uh, tries to punch him, and he uh, uh, he throws his shoulder up and uh, blocks the punch <laughs> with uh, with his My uh, plate pauldron. He oh, plate dang. pauldrons he has on the shoulder uh, uh, as Bearjaw barely reacts, and but it also does completely absorb the shot. Roll again. Thirteen for him. Ooh, oh, that's a bad. <laughs> that's a bad miss. Okay, that's, that's a twenty-five. Fifty-five. <laughs> now, how does Bearjaw finish this fight? Um, she she picks him up and then just throws him on the ground really hard. And on this, stick him to the. It's like no, 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 no. <laughs> This is a that's pretty good. like a parent picks up a toddler. As her fists so are coming down, he is expecting uh, uh, he is expecting a classic pit fighting maneuver where someone has a height advantage. He's expecting a uh, like a faint shot into uh, into a kidney punch from behind. So he actually spins and moves in in such his a way that it supports her uh, picking him up, almost throws his weight into the lifting up. As like, a move. Like, like a ballet move. Like a ballet move. People are like, wait, beautiful. this is fake. Beautiful. Bravo. Majesty. throws him down as you hear a crack when he hits the ground. And he does not move. Oh. And the crowd is screaming. This whole place is uh, uh, this okay, whole place the is lit is up. So bad. And uh, uh, <laughs> coins are just uh, raining in. Um, you see a pantaloons get thrown into the ring. Pantaloons. <laughs> like granny panties. <laughs> granny panties. <laughs> Bearjaw um, has no response to that. That's some good fighting there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, oh, okay. "We have a new champion." As he Adventures. reaches, he up can't to quite hold. hold my hand up. He reaches up to hold Bearjaw's hand. Did she lift him? Exactly. Yeah, sideways. Not, if he holds on, he's <laughs> holding on to her. Really. No, he lifts his arms straight up, and he says, "Normal face." <laughs> 
And then he uh, and he says, "Okay, okay, now fighters, clear out of here." He says, "He says the dogs are coming in." It's, it's the slow dance component <laughs> of the battle. <laughs> oh, poor Grimgorn. Wait, does. did we see what did? You and he uh, the, the 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 MC walks over to the uh, to the kennel. The kennel has a connection to this pit area. Um, uh, uh, he leans over, and he says, "You might want to get out of here before the dogs show up." Ah, yeah. I like uh, just as a an environmental thing, like the guy that Bear Jaw slammed to the ground is wearing spiky armor. Yes. So they have these crowbars to pry him out of the ground because he just hangs <laughs> with tools specifically designed. Good times. Happens all the time. He's really in there. Oh, we got the clinger. Get down the. Get the lever. Bear Jaw doesn't even scoop any of the coins up. Uh, off the ground. She ignores them completely. Drinks in the moment. She's, she's here. She's here for the battle. <laughs> Alright. Um, at the bar, Baron uh, sees his name at the bottom, waving in the back of the unpaid tabs uh, list. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh my word. I'd forgotten. Uh, you need a cop to having an unpaid tab that has a dagger well, through it with your picture? Good. Well, no, it's... Uh, I came here on my last night before he moved to Mithril Hall. It was, uh, the word came down from Adric, says, you know what? We're closing up shop in Mirabar. We're, uh, relocating you to Mithril Hall. There's better prospects there. And, uh, me ma and me pa and me and me brother and sister, we all moved. And, uh, came here with my friends last night. And, uh, got roaring drunk. Don't remember much, much happened. I guess they put the tab in my name. (laughs) (laughs) Good friends you had. How long ago was that? 150 years! There's no interest. Yeah, no. 100% interest compounding. It's Barb. Yo, Barkeep! I'd like to pay him a tab! Sweet. Name's Baldurk! Down at the bottom there! He looks, he's got a squinty eye, and he looks down at the list, and he says, Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> He takes the uh, takes the dagger, uh, uh, pulls it, it out from the wall. Dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he pulls it out, and the, the dagger blade just breaks into six parts. <laughs> and he tosses it on the ground, and like uh, he slams it onto the counter. And he says, "He says, looks like uh, six silver." All right then, and he pulls out uh, a gold and slaps it on the table and says, "For interest." <laughs> I, I think there should be something else too, like like for leaving that tab, you have to take like the house shot, fight once, or like he says something else. He says, he says, Ugh. he says, uh, that's for the tab to say sorry, and he grabs a bottle from uh, beneath the bar, and yeah, it is. It is just covered in. The frog, uh, is it the frog? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, it's like an. It's old, like cheese rind. Yeah, like, like it's just in like bottle. an old bottle uh, that is just covered in some sort of growth, uh, like an uneven covering. There's a mushroom growing off the what, bottle. What, what, what whistle on that? <laughs> What's in there? <laughs> and he grabs Where the. Been the good and stuff? he grabs the shot glass that is. Uh, he grabs the shot glasses that is on the bar. That's never throws seen. it behind him, which shatters. Grabs a large stein from the uh, from beneath the bar and fills it up with the brown liquid that co- that pours out. How and the last little bit goes slop. Oh, and he slams it down. Now. 
Alright, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Constitution check. Uh, I think you called it. Um, well, uh, to, uh... Paradox Siles up. That looks gross. <laughs> to, uh... To... To misspent you. <laughs> and he tosses it back. Um... It's Constitution like, saving throw. Yeah. It's usually Constitu- DC 10. We call this. It's a DC 10 to drink it in one, in one go. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. This Does is this a, qualify as poison? Yes. And you get advantage. Yay. Uh, so it's a DC 14. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, last I, got, I, got, I got a shot. I got a shot at this. Oh, f- yeah. I'm at 17. Woo. He quaffs it down. There's a moment where, like, you drink some alcohol and it hits you wrong and you think you're going to throw up. And you're like... (laughs) 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 That kid took a nail to finish that off with. (laughs) And he's already got it pouring as he hands it to you and he says, Good on you. He says, You can come back to the Python any day. Piton. Says in war in Mirabar dialect, it's Piton. You can tell the locals from the out of towners by the way they pronounce it. The out of towners check on Google. (laughs) Assholes. (laughs) Look, we always call it the Piton. I don't even. (laughs) Anyway, hi. And thanks for the good memories. Like ancient antibodies, like from 150 years, like all of a sudden activated. They're like, we're, we're, we're up! It's coming back! <laughs> it's back! <laughs> it's not good a, a copy of these. And uh, on your way out the door, a uh, the MC comes running up to Bearjaw and he says, uh, he says, oh wait, wait! And uh, he holds out uh, he holds out his hand with some coin in it. And he drops yeah. ten gold into your palm and says, what? "You're cut in the purse." Sweet. Thank you paid, son. Uh huh. Well, thank you. And he says, "You come back any time now." No, says, That's the most profitable fight of the night. Okay. He says, "Next time, your cuts doubled." Next time, you'll find me a better fighter. He says, "That'll do." And he, uh, then you hear uh, barking and growling coming uh, suddenly from the the other side of the uh, thing, and he says, "Oh, gotta go!" And he runs over. <laughs> uh, I'm interested to know, like, at what point Scrimcorn thinks that you are needing of saving. I know, right? Like, if I wasn't doing well in the like, fight, would he have jumped in? Like, well, she's clearly happy, but she's definitely not as safe as if she wasn't fighting. Like a cage fight is really like the ideal. Like Scrimcorn occupies her. Yeah, this this exactly. Where people who are like hunting, so this is like laying low. Scrimcorn feels like when it was like, hey, there's a rough neighborhood. We were like, we should go there. <laughs> That's a bar fight is the safest place for for Bearjaw right now. That's a very good point. I think you're, I, I, I think you're right on the money. Scrimcorn didn't even need to like supervise the fight. He wasn't gonna like jump in there and like blast a guy with some bugs. Like puppy, like, <laughs> like, like uh, puppy says, you gotta mind fuck him a little bit. Yeah, I mean like even if Scrimcorn, even if Bearjaw got knocked out, like Scrimcorn would be like, cool. Now she's not going anywhere. She's definitely not unhappy. <laughs> she's like, I couldn't have done that. Perfect. Perfect. My- <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, Oil Vein shows up at the, the Rusty Piton. Go! Oh. Uh, and he says, oh, hey guys, I was just over on the, on the side of the bar and I saw that flight badge off. Across the street uh, from the brothel awesome. where my dad and all those cars are tall as you. You're going to have a new sibling by the end of the uh, night. Um, another one. <laughs> We've got a half elf, half drow. We're going to have a half dwarf. Did you show up in the fight or on, the, on their way out? Uh, I'm sure they're already outside. Okay, so I see. You catch them, you catch them as, they're, yeah. uh, as they're leaving. So you guys are outside. Put the city music back on. And, uh, Hello, oil. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Good to see you, Elaine. Nice to be under that balloon. I have defeated yeah, my enemies and consumed a bald pork. Your dad's a bit of a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, putting it out there. Yeah. <coughs> I mean. You too. Not poisoned, but still a little bit tipsy, Baron. I'm just you saying just that. Just, uh, I love you, man. I've been around a long time, and uh, I've seen a thing or two, and counselled, you know, a questionable family having issues a time or two, and um. And he has never climbed it. He home? doesn't look good. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put a lot of faith in him. He seems like the sort who'll do you wrong and not think twice about it. So, uh be careful. Be cautious. That's... Anyway, it's good to see you. Glad to be out of that balloon. I appreciate the advice, Ben. I, I, uh, you know, you and everybody else has warned me about my father, and it's, you know, it's, uh, of course it's something I'm concerned about, but I'm trying to give him a second chance. I'm trying to find that thing, you know, that, that there's goodness in him, and I'm sure there is, so I'm, mm. I want to be there when it, when it happens, so... I, but I, I have appreciate not warned you yet. Every Berja hasn't said anything. Berja hasn't said shit about your dad. Just, just been very honest about all the stories and letting you draw your own conclusions based on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, actually, I never made it to the brothel. He told me, like, he pushed me into an alleyway, put some coins into my hand, and said that he would meet up with me later. <laughs> So I don't, I mean... I'm gonna go buy some smokes, be back in a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't, he, I'm expecting that he'll come and find us when he wants to. Father and son brothel time is... Sacred. It's, uh, yeah. A little unusual, honest. Bear just, bear just, no, it's, it's a sacred right. Do you want to be back in the lobby before or after him? I remember the first time I went to the brothel with my father. what's the better case scenario for that situation? Well, you all have two on that. Ah, I don't know. I've just, I'm having a great more, time tonight. It's dark out now. It's been a while. You guys waited around the room for a while before uh, the mm-hmm. bear jaw getting so annoying that Baron was like, I guess Migosh is... Can watch the room. I think we're getting some late night ball pork. And uh, uh, you guys make your way back Are to festivals. The I mean, it's chilly. Warriors. It's nighttime. Winter. Court. Uh, you get back to the Warriors flag in. You see the sign. Uh, uh, the sign actually says when you get there. And uh, and yeah, mock and everyone basically gets back there all around the same time. It's evening time. <laughs> Reunited here in the Warriors' flagon. Except for Ted. Ted's not there. <clears throat> cousin! Good to see ya. How's oh. your day? Oh, Cousin! Cousin! <laughs> nephew, have you had a bit to drink? Oh, I've had a bit. Good old times. Reliving memories. Watch Bear Jaw 
fling a felon spikes. It was... I didn't actually keep much tracky in the bar. What do you get up to, Scrim? Like you were drinking slug juice. <laughs> I mean, it tasted like I was drinking slug I mean, juice. I've, I've had a lot of slug juice, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know it when I see Wait, it. you were much fighting respect. without me? I didn't oh, sorry, you Auntie. <laughs> it was the it was the rusted python. You've been the rusted python. No, I've never been to Miramar. Oh, before. you should go. It's a good place. You'd you'd fit right in. It's 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 battle ragers. You remember stories of battle ragers? How say I know much about frothy and though. spiky and just I... weird, but you know they seem like they'd be your sort. Some of them are a bit oh. flatter than usual. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed this. That's if you go to Maroberto, can I come with? I will let you know. Speaking of how long are you going to be in this town? I don't know. Are we taking balloons? Slightly longer now. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's head up to our rooms and discuss. First time we've been all together since we've gotten to the city. Right? We got and, together uh, first. How was the balloon trip? The slow oh, balloon trip. A, a, day or, a day or so more than a, than a simple, as the crow flies on foot, I have to add. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't let you walk. <laughs> I've heard it's the safest form of travel. If you don't want to get, get anywhere. So stay at home in your bed. <laughs> Mark, did you get my coat and the other thing? Yeah, he, uh, he brandishes a, a fur-lined, uh, or a, sorry, a, yeah, a, a fur-rimmed and uh, very kind of uh, soft fleece-lined uh Leather jacket, which he uh, oh, that looks nice. duster, duster style to protect the ankle. Oh, that looks nice. Oh, big mistake. I thought I thought you were a talented craftsman. You missed out on the small game <laughs> available in some of the back alleys of this town. A perfect fit script. A reminder that survival is of the fittest, as each of these animals was too slow to not be turned into a cloak. Did you, did you step in Belcher? <laughs> yes! It's more of a roll. Uh, kind of shimmy through it. <laughs> so, uh, Drusen orders uh, food for the room and then mm. makes our way up more so we can eat. Thank you. We all light our pipes. Soon there's a, a comfy atmosphere in the room. Cheery, as they recall the stories of the day. Uh-huh. Count. Stories of the day. And three ballporks. Three ballporks. Three ballporks. Oh, I get the prize. I hope I get the prize. You'll never get the prize while I'm eating at this ballpark. You'll still be lucky. Just in and mop gnawing at two sides of the ballpark at once. Scrimcorn offers his moldy pouch of. Chewing mushrooms. <laughs> and some of the finest slug juice he had laid away. Slug <laughs> <laughs> juice. Rika comes up from the bar with a, a bottle of what Mock rec- and Baron recognize as very nice wine. Oh. And just uncorks it and is drinking it out of the bottle. Drusen takes out a map of the realm. We're eating like we're celebrating something. And he uh, yeah, starts yeah, charting their journey. <laughs> he says, um... Grumbar said that uh, mountains can be dangerous for their balloons. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not yeah. eager to get back in that basket myself. Eight days was so long. Yeah, what, was long what do we think of uh, like dog days? Of uh, uh, putting in our funds towards a wagon or a carriage and some good oxen? What you'll need is sled. Uh, mayhaps a sled too? It's still winter, right? Or winter? It is winter and had I... 
thought of that last week, I actually would have made it more interesting where the foot travel would have been agonizingly slow, which Ah. would not to be going over the snow. There's been a dry spell. Um, Or a uh, well-worn path to a highly traded city. Now we see uh, snow yeah, falling. Yeah, you're right, because that's the... We were flying along the road. Time. It sounds like we'll get worse. Lots of people are good. Well, we're heading into the mountains in uncharted territory. How many days travel would it be typically to get up there if we had... Well, we don't know 100% where we're going. Oh, but there's... No, you know where Blassingdale is. Yeah. Is it Blassingdale or Glassingdale? With a B. Like a blast. Yeah, I think of it as... Well, it's not blasting. So it's not blast. No tea. It's a blasting. It's blast. Not blast. Like blast. blast. Sorry, like like blast. Blasting. Like, like a blast. But me. like blasting because it's a mining town. All right. Uh, so that way, like it. Cousins, that's cousins. Why, that's why I think of it. Though. Friends, enough discussion about the name of the place. We can do all the research we want when we get there. Is it the etymology of Blastingdale? Yes. Can we all ask into it? How big a place? Do we need to get supplies for this and the journey yeah. to Karunakar, or is there supplies What do in I Blast- know about the area, the history of Blastingdale? Only stuff that would be useful for preparing for a journey. Blastingdale is a is such a small is such a small mining mm-hmm. um, settlement that there it it, it it's doesn't an outpost. It's an outpost. It doesn't, it doesn't rate in. It doesn't yeah. rate in. You know if it. Population's got to be a thousand tops. There will be a shop. There will be a depot. Anything you'll need, I do recommend getting here. The shops will be uh, focused on the the miners and their families and the needs of a small town, not uh, adventure in gear. Yeah, for sure. You know, if there's a blacksmith, the only stock he's going to have is is to support the miners. There ain't ain't going to be a broadsword sitting there. And about how Um, many days travel would you reckon? Uh, uh... Because you have to go up through the mountains and it's yeah. in the snow and it's not a well-traveled path. You're looking at uh, uh, you're looking at a seven seven days seven days okay. travel, relatively short distance here. Up oh, and down, or it's up. It's uh, predominantly up. And based on what we know from Groombar talking about flying around mountains, would we reckon it'd be about the same with him? Would it be more? Is there further risk? Of- I'm glad you asked, Grumbar. Says as he walks into the room. <laughs> He says, got the balloon all packed up and stowed away. My turtle ears. He says, sometimes it takes a while to find someone that can store such a thing. Uh, he says, but, he says, traveling up those mountains via balloon, we can do it for sure. Balloon can be one of the best modes, the best modes of travel when you uh, get to avoid a mountain or the snow. He says, but the weather and winds up near those mountain peaks can be uh, can be pretty unpredictable. He says, "I'd estimate about an equal chance of uh, an equal equal chance of the time it would take to go on foot." He says, "But like I always say, balloons the safest way to travel, so long as you don't need to get there on foot." Uh. I just had a, I, I have a question. I don't want to agree. Oh, Drusen's just gonna say. Perhaps tomorrow we can put together some funds for a, a, a wagon or carriage and some good oxen or rams. Oh, I imagine there'd be trade between the two places, a marketplace like this, and supply so close by. A, 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 a merchant caravan would be uh, in need of some guards. We could contract out and uh, make some money as we travel. Based on what I can tell of this town, we'd probably outnumber the caravan. Oi. Um... 
Can I do a survival check? Um, having traveled around uh, different locales, um, independent of assassins or crazy storms that would threaten the balloon, um, is this kind of an area? Would you are you susceptible to wildlife attacking you on the road? Like, is this like wildlife is wolves, <coughs> wildlife is a threat? Um, although it's the dead of winter, so uh, predators are far less active than in Just other seasons. Whoever's um, active. Hungry. Exactly, but anyone that is active will attack almost definitely. Um, uh, also, mountains like this uh, can uh, can carry their own threats. Uh, uh, things like um, uh, uh, avalanches, um, other sorts of monsters that uh, live in these areas. Some of the more dangerous uh, uh, dangerous monsters, such as trolls and orcs, that are uh, that are quite at home in the cold. Um, oh, the terrain itself. So that all that being said, offering services to a trade caravan would therefore be that much more welcome, given the danger. Ice um, Galidia. It could be a good color. Ice, ice pox freezes when you pee. <laughs> freezes when you pee. Mug says, uh, arriving, arriving in the service of a, of a caravan would connect us easily to the the community there. Perhaps help us meet the right folk and and establish a more comfortable lodging situation in a community that the farther away you get from the cities, people get a little bit less hospitable, in my opinion. Do we know exactly where Karindrakar is? Aye, that was my question. Because getting in good with the miners might... Drusen, of course, answers that. Uh, As mentioned yesterday, or last week, I believe we answer that question. I think I said it was a three days travel from So the attack oh, location And we know the location. Like, we can make our way out to it. From Blast. It's not yeah. a just we'll be able to find our way. Well, yeah, you know you, you know yeah. Drewston's got a pretty good idea of where it is. Not that you can point at it on any map, but if the yeah. coordinates are correct... You, know, you can point it, it on a map. But this could be a geocaching situation <laughs> where you get there and you're like, well, now we just got to start sort of doing spirals yeah. outward. That's what I. That's why I feel like getting in good with the miners actually would give us a little more confidence when we head out actually to Karundikar if they say, well, we've been to these areas and these areas, we know it's not here, so... Well, plus the locals will know of any sort of a local threats like twig blights or something, you know? A tree from a vampire that turns daughters into zombies. So let's be real. In Oakhurst, they had no fucking clue about anything. Aye, that's true. Good riddance. And by the way, uh... The Hawklands were nice, though. Good folk. And they have a bear dog day now. We have improved their town. Their mayor wasn't. Well, we've changed it, that's for certain. By no small measure. Now they know to value people who can lift up cows. Now they know that there are people who can lift cows. Hawkins. Seems Something. useful if you're trying to lift a cow. Something Hawkins to probably doing well because the other farms were hit harder by the twig lights. Mm. They had a bigger market share of the farming economy there. What? Very thorough. Good day to be a Hawkland. <laughs> Good day to be a um, Well then. That's what it says on their on their window. Uh, well, I felt bad for them actually. That was one of the bits of business I intended to do before we left. Is a. Uh, Bought a small share in their farm. I wanted to make sure they could rebuild. Because they, they did treat us right. Rue was, I heard what Rue did for y'all down in the dungeon. And uh, I don't know. 
Something about helping somebody out kind of makes you feel a little bit responsible for them. So I gave him a bit to help him rebuild and whatnot. He does After not that make kid, feel responsible. But they bought a stake. They'll, you know, donate a portion of Temple of Morden every year or so. That halfling kid who finished off the twin blight is not going to take shit from anybody. He's going to run that town in a few years. He'll... It's a child. He'll, he'll go in the, in the footsteps of his auntie Ru, I'm sure. <laughs> She'll train him well. He'll be a vicious fighter. This is what I said. How young were this you when you killed your first twin boys? <laughs> mere splinter. Mark says, well, I'll nip off to the bar then and we'll splinter. find ourselves a caravan tomorrow morning heading north. Sounds good. Are there, are there caravans leading? That's a metagame question. Are there caravans lead, leaving frequently enough? That's realistic. To just... You'll have to inquire. Well, I'll have to inquire. <clears throat> We'll inquire tomorrow morning. So tomorrow, unless you're trying to do something, he was probably, gonna, go probably gonna crowd. <laughs> Rick uh, wanted to go to the uh, the pit fighting place. Oh yes, the piton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if, if that happens, Bearjo's definitely going. Yeah, if you guys want to spend more time in Mirabar. We decided uh, we loved to, it, and it we're going to settle it down is here. Up, it is up to the group. <laughs> we're never well, going adventure. We're going we're gonna to look at, into the. The uh, caravan tomorrow morning, so, so that, this that, is gives, overnight. that gives us a night. Oh, I understand. In uh, game time, you yes. can do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever you want. Time asking me. players if you want to continue to storytell in Mar- Mirabar, we can. Yeah, I, I, I. We need to know how this carousing. This, this is. is important. Is this is a city after ten days in a fucking balloon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. And uh, you know, now that we're all together and telling lively stories and feasting on ball pork, well, you know, it's just in the spirit of things, isn't it? <clears throat> Mock. Uh, so, you should, like, like, like you said, Mock heads immediately down. To the plans are made. Check yeah. caravans in the morning. Heads down to the bar to pour that first frothy pint. And. Uh, uh, and Grumbar gets up just as quickly and he says, I'm gonna go explore the town. Grumbar, if you'd like to come with me, I'm going fighting. Grumbar thinks for a moment and says, I would like to see that. Berja, you coming too? I already have my coat. Uh, Wonderful. Drustin? Uh, is this the same night? Back. Is this stay the stay same night? going back again? Yes. <laughs> what you told Rika about it and you guys discussed plans and I imagine Rico was just sort of like sitting there like yeah, almost vibrating okay. like no. hey let's just make the goddamn plan I don't yeah. know when the bar closes <laughs> yeah Rika Rika hates four things politics politeness patience and planning <laughs> and go- the goblins and she politely waited no she likes for you goblins. guys to plan she likes killing goblins <laughs> and p- killing goblins <laughs> she loves politeration um, so uh okay yeah grumbar ricka bear jaw is anyone else heading back out to the rest well moxie's heading out as he's like halfway through his first pipe and just goes oh not behind yet <laughs> mock is heading out so, uh, what about, um, clothing, Drewson? Oh, no, Drewson's asleep. He's already asleep. Drewson's already asleep. Is everyone going to the Rusty Piton? So yeah, far, uh, everyone is going to the Rusty Piton. Okay. Well, I, think, I think Baron's had enough. Baron, Baron's going <laughs> one thing. Slug juice. <laughs> it's fine. Baron and Drewson are going to have And an ale. Oil veins. And an ale. There was decent. Uh, what's Migosh doing? What would Migosh do? Nick. Me, you guys says, soul. long journey ahead. Need more hats. 
as he takes one and puts it aside, and he uh, uh, and he begins a new starter row. Underwear. Good. One leg, two legs. Mm. Right. So when they get to the rusty piton, Rika just Rika just jump uh, opens the door, bursts in, and says, "Who'll fight me?" Bear dragons. I'll fight you. Wait, no. Okay, we'll fight them first. You hear the uh, the growling and yipping of uh, uh, of a dogfight in progress and the screaming and yelling. A couple of the dwarves that can hear over that that are nearby you. Uh, uh, one of them looks to you and says, "I'll fight you." And uh, is, he, uh, is he drunk? Yes. And he slams his. He, is he a dwarf? He makes a motion like he's slamming his stein down on the table. He goes like. Uh, and then let's go, but there was nothing there, and it just falls to the ground and clatters. And uh, and he props himself up. I'm gonna do that one day. And he says, he says, "Hi, lassie, uh, have it." Does he throw a punch? He's like wobbling, waiting to see what Ricka does. Ricka sort of walks up to him, and she can tell that he like sees like three of her, and she just pushes him by his head. That's a uh, uh, athletics uh, twenty-four. He's got he got nine. He rolled his disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He just fall. He, he goes. He goes. He's about to throw a punch, and as you go in like with a flat palm to his forehead, he he's more shocked the by the motion as you push him back, and he just stays stiff as he falls back like a board and just slams to the ground, and uh, just closes his eyes. And you hear loud snoring. Right, now that that's over with. <laughs> Bear Dog is skipping The five point figure, sleeping hand technique. <laughs> Stop! We need to find you I had, I had to put him out of his misery. We, okay. He was useless in that Very scene. low bar. The crowd cheering fire. comes to a head as clearly a fight finished. Uh, uh, a fight finished, and you hear uh, you hear loud dwarven uh, uh, profanity Shattered. as well as others celebrating, and uh, uh, one of them wait, pushing his friends, saying, "I told you, I told you, the scrawny ones are always the winners." And uh, then, uh, then you hear normal face, normal face, normal face is back, normal face, normal face. <laughs> As the crowd just starts cheering normal face. And mock And her friend Rock! Uh, the crowd goes <laughs> confusing for a moment. It goes like, stop, just normal face. <coughs> what? She's trying to introduce her friend. And Great Rika, Rika just lets out a roar. Ah. The MC, uh, the MC says, It sounds like we have a return of the champion from earlier today. Quite a treat for all of you. It is Normal Face and her friend... Rocka! Rocka! And, uh, uh, the MC quickly steps out the and he says... The mic comes down from the ceiling. He leans over and he says, We got one more dogfight lined up, but, uh, if you want to take the stage now, he says, he says... He says these dog fights they start losing their uh, start losing their appeal pretty quick. We're starting to already lose the uh, uh, lose the attention. He says, "You two a pair? You gonna uh, we, you, you're gonna uh, you're gonna tag team? You go simul or tag?" Whatever's more fun, right? I think we fight at the same time. 
Morph is flying in. He says, we have a simultaneous duo champion who will take on the, uh, the giant and the... I'm a dwarf. But she's a pretty tall dwarf. She's tall for a dwarf, so... <laughs> uh, Both giants. Is that I, I'm sure there was like confusion. Like, is she a, just like a bearded Red human, Helm. or is she a dwarf? Master Blaster, the gigantic <laughs> duo. <laughs> face. <laughs> Normal face and Raka face. No, just the Raka. <laughs> Thing. Everyone here has a face name <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. You bring in the coin you bring in, you can go yourself whatever you want. Right. He says, uh, come on in. Rick and uh, he, starts, he starts playing the crowd. It's clearly taking a moment to get a challenger, but people are going crazy already. Bets are already coming in and says, I got ten on the uh, uh, ten on the Mark is already back from the bar, and he goes straight to the gambling uh, uh, kind of table. <laughs> where, where he's, he's like, where he's, I've seen what these two can do. Where he's already haggling for best odds and laying thick bets on his companions. Yeah. The odds you can get on an unknown uh, competitor are um, uh, very mixed. Depends on who will take them. Some people like to uh, like to bet long on uh, so returning champions are definitely going to win. Others like to say that you know it's slim margins. So Mark's already getting into the, the, the thick of his carouse and he's taking bets on both sides unknowingly and just starting starting to get a little bit off the rails. Oh no! It's more about taking a bet rather than studying the odds. Like it's, this is the flip side of his negotiating face. Um, all right, then, uh, we're fighting. Finally, two, uh, uh, finally, a pair step in. Uh, let me, uh, hmm. like a fruit about this big. I need to, I need to, I need to make a uh, half orc and uh, mostly <laughs> half orc and three quarter orc, bald dwarf. Got stuff nuggets for hands. A stumpy no, Okay, so the, the first ones that come in is just a simple. Uh, 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 it is two dwarves, uh, both wearing uh, both wearing the spiky armor of the, the battle ragers. The battle ragers. As uh, they step forward, and he says, he says, he says, two of our bravest battle ragers are going to take on the dynamic. The gigantic duo. We are also dynamic. The dynamic gigantic duo. Face. 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 He says, <laughs> "We have." Oh my god. We have sad face and uh, yeah, murder face. face. What? Murder face. Murder face. Sad face and murder. This. Sad face and murder face. And you see that sad face has tattoos, tears, oh. tattooed all down his cheeks. But like with lies. You don't put up a good fight, you'll make me cry. These are the tears I get for my other opponents. As you see him introducing us, you see Ricka sees, uh, uh, Ricka sees beyond, uh, beyond sad face and murder face is, um, Scrimcorn standing not in a thick crowd, an area where they dragged or where they, where they uh, pulled the dogs off to. Uh, uh, Scrimcorn standing in, in a, a kennel in the kennels. 
close the door so he can kind of peek he's over. Good. It's the VIP booth. Yeah, he's like, well, no, there's, a, there's a clear view because it's it's connected. It has to be connected directly oh. to the fighting pin. Best seat in the so house. the dogs get escorted in and out. So, so you actually have like a clear view. You don't so want to Let's see. So he's just standing in the dog shit. But it means also everyone watching the fight can see the one Scrimcorn standing in the dog shit watching. And uh, in that case, he just kind of <laughs> sees people noticing him and. I have a question. Goodbye! How do the dogs react to Scrimcorn? Scrimcorn knows how to handle a dog. So They, they think he's one of their own. At he's first, they're friendly. Their so the, know, winning, I mean, the winning dog from that last one that got, that got let out, you know, he's, he's, he's hopped up on aggression. And, I kind of uh, think you should have to roll a handle animal to stand in a kennel full of fighting dogs for any extended period of time. Just saying it out there. Well, most of them are in individual... Uh, individual oh, okay. Cells, otherwise he's not they like, don't he's, kill not like a, he's not in the pig pen of fighting. I mean, no, he's not in the pig pen. But uh, but when they when they lead the the, the fighting dog the past Scrimcorn, what does Scrimcorn do? I mean, Scrimcorn does not like his handle his... animal is not is not like a dog whisperer thing. He barks at it. <laughs> <laughs> he establishes dominancy <laughs> through through some through. Oh, and it works immediately. The dog like growls as the handler is like pulling a dog past. And when Scrimcorn just like growls and barks at it, it uh, 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 it shrinks back, lowers its tail, raises, lowers, lower, lowers tail its between tail. its legs, puts its tail between its legs that as the handler. Slightly confused. Are there like are there whispers in the crowd of like Dogface and like when is he gonna fight? Dogface, the growl face. Dogface. What kind of face? Whisker face. Exactly. Dog whisper face. Dog shit face. Face. Mutt face. All right. Um, it's a bug. It's a bug. It's a bug. Probably yeah. harmless. You know. It's just it's you. Like it's just you. Pause. It's got a real. Yeah. It's just like a bee. I feel like a bee. Is that a bee in the house? Yeah, man. I think that's a flying spider. I don't like it being. Is it a bee? Like I'm trying to think of how many bees I've seen at night, and I can't think of a single time I've seen a bee at night. No, it's gotta be just a fly. Oh, it's a night bee. Night bee. Night bee. Oh. He's gonna be really mad. Fighter of the day, bee. That is a bee. That is a bee. Who can catch a bee? What? It's fine. Leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I think just leave it be. It'll be fine. Just open the door. I'm not in the scene. I'll catch you with the bolt. Okay. All right. All right. Or your hat. Kevin the hero. Is it really a bee? Or just let it be. It's a bee on the ceiling over there. It's because Scrimcorn's here. I just want to make sure it's not a yellow jacket. Bee will keep to itself. It seems too chubby. Yellow jackets have that kind of like Barbie style waist. The bee's not much of a problem, guys. Let's get back to it. Kevin I want to fight something. Okay, well, hang on. I'm getting him help. Damn, I need ya. Come on, Dan. To, to you gotta be brave. Dan, you love hard no, stuff. No, no, no. Just gotta stick it together. But I don't have... Like, is, is there a chair? Kevin, is there a chair you can grab? I don't have a hard thing. What about these folders? Like, the here? level of derailment for this bee, which this? seems... Here, like, here, here, here. This will work. No, that won't slide under. Use one of the... Yeah, that'll do. This is the Thursday Night's Podcast where we catch a bee. Here. Here. And just stay, just, just, just stay there for the rest of the evening. We can so careful, so gentle. It never works. It's so precise. Go to sleep, little bee. Little baby. Arse face. 
Arg's face. Bee face. Sad face and murder face. People just no, we tickle Dan until he gets the bee. Slide it under. We can't. We can't go. This is too distracting. It's it's almost over. Because it's Scrimcom catching a bee. Can we show the bee to the camera? Uh, I don't think we Prove have a way to. What if we just let it go? Like, oh. <laughs> In the middle of the room? Now you gotta lower it down without creating a big gap as you do so. Just lower it. So much audience. You can do it. Just just slowly lower the bowl. The bee cannot lift that. Unless it's don't put your hand on top, you can steam through it. Is he thrashing around in there? Whoops. Oh my god, if you shake it joked really and accidentally he launched the bee into this room. Yeah. Gently shake the bee and then release it into the room. You know, like a mustard jar. But the lid isn't fully on. Just gonna like, oh no! Oh no! Eric really did not want to be struck by the bee. Everyone's like, what's going on with the bee? Eric's like, guys, can we, can like, we? I, I don't, I literally don't understand. Like, it's just a bee. It's not bothering anybody. In the house, out the house. This is like, very pro-bee household. So just yeah, like pro B can be inside the B house. That's all good. Like let's do our thing, guys. Fucking B. Let it be. Oh, he left the door, but two more bees came in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow, that joke works for Caleb. I'm a little smaller. Just glad. Classic peanuts comics humor yeah. there. Just I got the bee going, but now there's two. <laughs> <clears throat> bee face! They're fucking on bee face. He always fights with a beard of bees! <laughs> beard covered in honey. Well, I don't want to punch bees. that. It's just. I'm not scared of the bees, it's just kind of weird. It's gonna sting my Alright, it's so sticky. It's so sticky. Finally, one of the dwarves <laughs> to shoo the bee out of the uh, out of the bar, and all the patrons breathe a sigh of relief. Okay. All right, now that the bee is gone, we can get back to the fighting. And everyone yeah. cheers. Yeah. Spiders going. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't okay. fight like this. Under these conditions. He's the monster of you, like, man. I'm allergic. I'll be in my trailer. I'm allergic. <laughs> um. Uh, so, so sad face and murder face. Sad Here face is. and murder face versus murder. normal face and Raka. Raka. And uh, he leans over, picks up another big empty bottle. And he says, "Fighters, ready!" And then that's when the crowd explodes as last-minute bets are being thrown in, and people yelling, and waving like little clearly like little pieces of parchment that must be some sort of representation of bets, or probably people deep in debt. And uh, uh, and he says, and he smashes the uh, bottle against the wall. How do you guys take this on? Rika immediately rages. Ditto. And with the start of her rage, she shoots a lightning bolt. Her rage <laughs> materializes and shoots a lightning bolt at one of Give the... Give me a roll just for the lightning bolt. Um, it's verse, uh, They save. So it's a DC 14 save. The murder face, murder face, uh, 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 immediately like drops down to a position, throwing one of his hands on the ground as the uh, as the lightning bolt strikes him, and uh, uh, and he stands up and he says, 
You're not the first one to try that on me. As he's standing up, Ricka charges at him pretty much headlong. His eyes go wide. Oh, that's really bad. That's not great. Um, That's really not great. Uh, That's a 14 versus, yeah. This is a 22, and uh, his eyes go wide as Ricka sees that she's caught him by surprise, and then at the last moment she realizes her mistake. The He's covered in spikes. The feigned, uh, it was a feigned, uh, a feigned look of surprise as he had subtly shifted his weight, ready for the charge as he, uh, as he dropped down, revealing a porcupine layer of spikes on his back that she uh, isn't able to charge out of the way of, and it catches her good in the gut as she uh, charges out. But do you have advantage? With advantage, I rolled a four oh, and a nine. Yeah. He rolled a natural nineteen. Amazing. It was bad. It was really um, bad. Bear jaw. I will, uh, or normal face. Normal face will attack this man. Exactly. The same one or the other guy? The one who attacked. Oh, her. same one. And we're just gonna, oh, we're gonna don't put the pressure on. Oh, don't one guy at a time. There we go. There we go. Uh, that's Eighteen. Twenty-three. Oh. Jeez Louise. She, she kicks him in his tummy. Just kicks him. Because he's crouched down a little bit for this porcupine maneuver. <laughs> she, all she sees is a little round ball that she's going to kick in the pork ball. <laughs> kicks him in the tummy. I'm calling this actually two two victories against you sort of knocks your character out. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, he kicks him and uh, he goes, knocks he goes oh, and knocks the wind out of him as he uh, falls to the ground. But it's his uh, uh, his partner that then uh, definitely steps in as both of you focused on this one. He'd gotten behind Bearjaw and he comes in uh, he comes in with a palm full of spikes. He's wearing just a gauntlet that keeps his hand out flat. It's a strange thing. That's a really he, stupid he slams thing. Uh, slams it forward. Break that guy's fingers. You can see that clearly much of the what design of all these the fingers. porcupine back, the it's weird palm spikes. This is all for show. This is like these are clearly like things are kind of like like things that give them their specific recognition. So what are we rolling off against each other? Yeah, so be against Bear John here. Oops, I only get one. And he shouts at his Oh, they're raging too. His a, spike palm, as he says. They're all battles. 19. Um, 20. You make me hurt you. How does Bear Jaw counter this uh, flank from right behind her? Flank? The flank from behind her? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. She just finished kicking the one guy. Back so. Swing? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's a <laughs> two handed back swing. Yeah, just bring it back. Smash the old him. Star Trek punch. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so she kicks the one no, guy and then just elbows backwards. That's what yeah, you're saying. Like, like like so turn and hit. And the Captain Kirk. Kirk. And the down. Oh, I just tried. That's what I did. Oh, the Picard. Yeah. yeah. No, okay, two handed. Yeah, they did new food. And uh, uh, just because he goes, he's doing something, he goes, oh, and the crowd goes, oh, normal face. As they see her just get two clean shots on these guys. Uh, it probably uh, makes a really nice. The guy doubled down. Crunch noise too when she hits someone. The guy who fell over next to Ricka is on his feet in a flash and uh, and coming in towards Ricka for a uh, for a strike. Ricka is still crouched on the ground and is going to try to lift him and. Dump him over. Alright. Duh, natural 20. Oh, and he got a 10. Murder face. She uh, picks him up, like, pretty much gets hands under butt, picks up, flips him over, tosses on ground. 
tosses yeah, on ground and he falls uh, He falls backwards, eyes wide, as he slams his neck into the ground, and then uh, and then his body crumples over. Oh, you killed uh, him. Completely still as, uh, as he's... No, that's murder face. That was murder face. Murder face. No, and, uh, sad face is the one who... Sad face's eyes go wide and say, Murder face! And, uh, he was my word. But he, well, he also <laughs> just got like slammed in the face by yeah. a bear jump. Murder face. Yeah, he's got crunchy face now. And uh, these tears are real. These are the real tears. Who's had more rolls? Uh, um, it's up to it's bear jaw and then and then. Um, I'm not doing face. turn. I'm, no, I'm just turning oh. on YouTube. Remember the Titans. I've had, so I guess I've it's bear jaw now. My Remember the Titans? Did you put the yeah, 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 yeah. When, when go ready. ahead. Go ahead. Do you need to? Now? In the uh, middle of the fight. Min- Bach gets into a drinking competition in the middle of the fight and uh, begins going shot for shot with a cadre of three other, I'm gonna say, three other hobgoblins that have wandered in. This is a uh, this is a, a town far to the north, and you get a mix of different races here. So he starts getting in his cups deeper and deeper as the fight crescendos. Does he speak goblin? Ah, uh, he does speak goblin. So in oh. goblin, they are saying they are saying we drink when they punch. And so for each strike, they go boom, and they throw back another drink, and then another slam happens. And the slams are happening fast in that ring. So slam, drink, slam, and then drink, they're sitting slam, around drink. It's basically just covered with shot glasses, and they just start like slowly go back. <laughs> like between the six of them, they're basically eating a Christmas dinner, a liquid Christmas dinner, uh, in the span of this one mighty encounter. <laughs> Where the uh, encounter's like brutal. 30 seconds, and they've thrown back like 16 shots. Holy oh, God. <laughs> Be more efficient just to have you viewing at home. Be don't do that. It. Don't do that. You will die. <laughs> I will kill, die. I will kill a mortal. Um, this is mock corrupts. This is mock and hobgoblins. They can hold their. They own. have advantage against poison saving throws. Um, you do not. <laughs> no, I mean, he's making a terrible decision here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the oh, Sad face. He's going down. Crouches down. down. And he says, And now for my special maneuver. And the crowd goes, Ah! He's been saving this! Rico mutters, he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> What'd you get? 19. He got an 8. So. <laughs> no, he, no, he only gets to say that. My special maneuver! <laughs> and then she just kicks him, and he gets air, and he flies over the He was actual... jumping up as you do yes. that, as you kick him, and he flies Pew! up out of the ring, and the MC yells, Ring out! Rika, who is expecting to still have somebody to attack, tackles Bear Jaw, or attempts to do so. Alright, yes. And yeah, there's a bell ringing. Like, what kind of bell? Uh, a, really... a, dwarven, a beautiful dwarven bell would yeah. be like, like the one nice looking thing in this whole place that's dingy and just like like whatever rotting and seedy and stinky. I love it. Just like beautiful a nice bell. like with like metal beautiful tone, bell. right? Like yeah. it's being so clear. It's like uh, uh, it's almost got like a gong level like clean. And they take a rusty piton and they just whack it against okay. the bell. Ding! <laughs> and then he says, "Victory to the!" And then he sees what's happening All and right. he says, "We have betrayal." Oh, 19. Oh, it goes fucking nuts uh, again. It's oh, so amazing. It's it's yeah. not bad. No, it's it's you coming for the tackle, but you've done that enough times now. Bear no, yeah. picks you up and swings you around. 
into it, into it's almost dance like, and then she puts you down gently. Mm, like it's almost Rick worse. more ballet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ballet. Pretty dancing before. Rick now it's just Titanic. Yeah, she's like, like yeah. the drill. Oh, the drill. reversal. And then he hits the bell again. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, I'll, I'll marvelous fight. As you I'll see that the, the the coin, the mostly copper but silver and a fair amount of gold that has been thrown into the ring is, uh, uh, you know, puts you, like, almost ankle-deep in some areas of this place <laughs> as it's just been thrown in, and people are getting slammed hands. against the side of the, uh, the side of the pit here, and, uh, uh, the MC, like, for a moment, he, like, tries to say something, but it doesn't even, he can't even project his voice over the, uh, the over the crowd, the he crowd. just sort of shrugs, uh, like he's seen this maybe very rarely before, and he says, uh, he says, he leans over and he says, you be sure to stick around and get your cut of the purse. He says, this'll be a good one. And uh, multiple people come out to, multiple uh, like assistants clearly come out to start like scooping all the uh, all the coinage up. And uh, and two others, the same ones as before, they go and grab the legs of, uh, of Murderface and drag him out. You see a stream of blood from oh, the ground as they drag him off. The ones collecting the coins are definitely scantily clad dwarf ladies. <laughs> They're like the classic with ring girls who like wander around with the cards. Beards. Oh yeah, with like yeah, long beards. braided, yeah, like immaculate beards. beards. Here, here's the thing. Some They're not wearing bras because though. they don't have to. Those beards are hiding so all the chest area, just showing so a little bit. Oh, yeah. right They're braided, let's be clear. Such a yeah. sexy beard. <laughs> braided, braided beards, just or, like, like... Oh, beard and there's one. Is she using tape? And there's one Staying who's the literally right made herself a bra out of her beard. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, the bra beard. Around tight. Bra beard. Cool. Um, pirate. And, uh... Mock. At this point now is in a dagger throwing competition. Oh god. With oh, god. Another, yeah. with another drunken dwarf. Uh, you draw at each other? Well, it started out like throwing daggers at like a at, at like a dartboard, but Mox just he's skilled with weapons and even this this became boring pretty quickly and the as the decision making continues to go to spiral downward, it, it becomes something of like a you stand against that wall, I'll stand against this wall. And we'll try to throw knives. Like mumbly pag or whatever. Who gets closer to each other? <laughs> it's 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 something where like you know you, you they they invented the game while they were playing the first game and it's like you know drawing blood is blood is a penalty and there's more drinks but like getting close is something that's rewarded. So uh, <laughs> I have never before seen Eric put such a brazen uh, uh, Mary Sue into the game before. This is just Eric. Yeah, well, every time I've seen you on the RV tribe, <laughs> just you you want to you want to stick with what you know because that'll be working best. And making silly drinking games is just so fun. I mean, there's a reason that Eric knows exactly what this would look like. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to roll on your carousing table? Uh, I gotta do that. You can do it now or do it later. What's you the should do it now. Table? So this, we, we got our. Let's roll. I do need another. Uh, who else is here? Oh no! I'll, I'll, use, I'll use the dice. I'll use the, so, uh, the big oil, fancy. Oil vein and scrimcorn showed up. Are you guys doing anything? Do you want to tell more of a story here? Yeah, what happened with Ted? Is he ever showed up? Or is he still so, the Ted? brothel? He's still. He's still. Well, he's he's so the camera's not on him. Is he here or not? Uh, uh, Ted, Oilvane is at the bar, and, um, he hears, uh, he's kind of by himself, and he hears a and then he sees a guy in a cloak right next to him, 
And then he sees the guy's face. Goes, oh, no face. Dad, it's you, Dad. Oh, it's you. We can cut back to the crowd. All right. Oh dear. He's got a cloak now. We have a cloak when we left. Just a cloak. Carousing table. Just the cloak. You can only you can trust Ted the most when he's naked. So ten is the big one, right? (laughs) Ten is the big one. All right. That's that's not good. That's (laughs) nineteen. Oh, you're fucked. I mean, I'd be pretty good if that was a d twenty. Oh yeah. I got a six or two, and I'm standing in dog shit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I'm not getting that up. Uh, no, Scrimhorn just watches from the kennel and uh, just. Yep, yep. Hey. I'm, yeah. I'm with them. The dogs. <laughs> I'm dog based. Yeah. Turn into a dog. Not that up. Um, not for you. Was 19, one? you said? That's total? <laughs> yeah. That's a total thing? Yeah. Alright, uh, roll 1d4, buddy. Oh, <laughs> no more How many STDs did you get? So. That's it was so. As they were throwing knives, someone gets hit that wasn't supposed to get hit. Ah! And that person was way more important than anyone else at the bar, it turns oh. out. So as uh, as you know, Mock tries to, 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 to brush it off and dismiss the whole event, like private guards come in from a, a, a well-connected person. And I'm not talking about like royalty, I'm talking about underworld connected. And, <laughs> oh, and Mock gets his ass kicked and dumped at the local at the local precincts. And he's yeah, like he's what you guys see is is like this happening and him getting carried off. And uh, if anyone attempts to follow like these private guards are not gonna like that at all. Yeah, like I said, these are these are these are got like, people with with the with the soldierly crest of the city emblazoned. These are just like rough thugs with murders in their eyes. Scrimcorn is just happy that he's protecting Fairjaw, whose only desire is to be in a cage match. If if Fairjaw catches scan uh, like an eye of that though, she's definitely got to follow that. This is during well, the fight, you? Oh, oh okay. Is, so I, she I, I, doesn't. Oh, I don't know. The fight was like thirty seconds. Okay, yeah, then maybe not. This so, is your yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well then. I feel like Rick will be pretty compact to follow. Like he's. All right, dead. so you guys see yeah. this happen. You guys see the the altercation. You see some arguing, like, uh, I mean, like, but then it quickly escalates as as these like dragging away. These these private the private security, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. step in. You can see uh, uh, and immediately just like they're 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 large. Well, like, these guys are tough. The outcome they, is defined, but definitely play your part in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like, the right. outcome is not fine if someone intervenes. Absolutely not. It's important to me that the outcomes are what's on that table. You don't magically make it to jail if your friends go and fight the guys that are dragging you there. Okay. That, that that's the the outcome is is the is what it's headed towards. I like so if he rolls the table and like we just intervene and like I yeah like, that's well no 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 this is narrative first. Yeah. The, these guards are coming. Okay. If your friends come in and chop off their heads, the story has changed, and we don't let the dice say it's impossible for you guys to do anything. Like, we, but they we have to but play we, to their. We characters. also do jump forward. Like, I just end up in the well. I just end up in jail. Like, at what point do we pick up the story as a thing? The like, point. The uh, the point is, if characters are there, and okay. you, you are you are undermining what Ricka and the what the way Bearjaw 
would reasonably react in this. You're saying your characters don't get to be who your characters would be because I feel like my outcome. my outcomes are getting undermined too because I want negative consequences. And if I'm always oh. with my friends, they will likely often get a chance to intervene, and I will not pay, no, 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 pay no, no, the no. price. You can't intervene in this situation without massive consequences. A choice to intervene change, puts the story in a different place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. 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 It, 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 it cannot be. Like it cannot an be enemy that it is impossible. Dwarf. That it is impossible to. But let's say like let's say like they they kick the ass of these guys that are coming to get me and like they just save me. So we've escalated like, the situation. So we've escalated the we've situation. But it's not about the thing by flaw anymore. No. Like it's just about we've no that 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 put you in that situation. That put everyone in that situation. That's like, huge. Everyone and I'm looking for a single character development here. I, well, I'm looking for that in this personally. He, if if. If it's being done in a situation where you're out, where your friends and the stories that they're telling, like you want an outcome, this this is this is other characters stepping forward and saying we're not letting that outcome happen to you, Mom. Sure. Because they can do that narratively. Uh, yeah. What you want can't happen narratively. That's what I'm saying. Sure. You're saying mechanics first. I'm saying narrative first. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I, I get what you're saying. We can somehow go both, and we but can like, say they try and intervene. It does seem. Like, as, as I'm trying to drive Mock's personal story forward, I'm looking for an opportunity to get him in situations where his individual choices make individual consequences. And so I'm feeling like... But you you are not alone. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. And I'm not. you cannot... No, no, I'm not, for, I'm not for this situation, but I feel like Let, as I'm trying... No, no, let's I, discuss this more over Slack. We, we, yeah, well, like, we, can, we can do that. We, I mean, I'm not trying to waste time at all. I am, but I, I do have genuine questions. So we can discuss it with Slack if that's most, if that's most appropriate here. Let's yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really clear as day here. Yeah, yeah. If if people want, if they want to do something here, this is we've we've defined what they see. I get Every that. Every player gets to define what their character does in reaction to that. I, up I to that. and including no. taking arms up against an ally and trying to kill them if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's the way the story is going to go. Yeah, let's discuss later then. Let's discuss this, That's fine. Like, this is a larger point, and let's do with the actions here. Well, in this case, it's enough for me if you want to say... <clears throat> no, no, no. But if you want to say like that in any way he like waves her off... Or no, gives any kind of implication that, he, I, I, that you I, don't I, want I don't, that. I don't, I don't, my intention not, is not at all to limit what people want to do. But I no, 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 but that, I don't feel limited. She's, I just, she's, I'm she is giving a narrative rationalization. Yeah, no, I feel like a good, a good middle ground to figure this out is that Rick is going to try and follow. She's not going to manage. Okay. And that's per- that makes sense because she's a dwarf and there's a lot of thugs and she's alone and she probably had to check her weapon at the door or something. Yeah, no, like, so Mock definitely does not want to get taken away by these guys. Like, in PC, like, he's he's not looking to... Yeah, so, I, I want the story to go forward with yeah. the way I'm defining right now. Perfect. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. You guys see Mock being forcibly carried out by non-city guard uh, uniforms out of this, uh, uh, out of the bar. And it was rowdy, and, you know, this is, this is after... At, after your fight, but there's a lot of commotion, you're still being asked to stick around waiting for the purse, which is not being collected and distributed yet. And this is what you see. Including Oil Dane and Scrimcorn. Although Scrimcorn, I'm sure, is staying with Bear Ricka tries to run through the crowd yelling, Where are you taking my nephew? He says, He's got crimes to answer for! No Baron. I want to see if she makes it to them, even. Because, like, um, she's in the pit still. No, well, this is the whole night. Okay. This is this is, this is the, fight was short. It's the evening. It's the mm-hmm. evening. Like a whole, the, 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 all of that escalation can't happen. In a, it was a thirty-second fight. 
Um, so lot. the well, packed into that thirty seconds. Let's but but it is there. it is crowded and commotion. This is the must be the rowdiest night this place has had in in, in forever. Yeah, and, and this is happening on the sort of the other side of the bar. You just like keeping half an eye on Mock, but Mock gets into this sort of shit all the time. So all the time. it's yeah, not a concern are. until all of a sudden people's hands are on him, like dragging him out. Um, and is he is he out? Why? Well, yeah, very. He's very quickly out of the bar. Is he knocked out? I, I thought you oh. said knocked out. No, no, no. I meant uh, yeah. He's just kick, kicking and screaming, me okay. Car- carrying him out. Yeah. And where and no exactly? And where exactly is he supposed to answer? In some basement somewhere, or at an actual court of law? Um. Those are both stupid ideas. So as as Rika has like chased him to the uh, uh, doors, they're st- they've like they've stepped outside and they're starting to move out, and. Uh, Uh, like Mock's taking some blows. Like he, he looks like shit. He's, um, he's wasted. Yeah, he's, he's completely wasted. He's gotten fist fights. His like face is bruised. Bleeding from several knife punctures. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to yeah, paint yeah. the picture of like. So these guys are like holding him. It's not actually super hard for them to hold him because he's no, so he's like. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's, he's a strong guy, but like he's just like and these guys are. These guys, guys are like huge and strong. Right? Like, like you said, underworld brutes. This is not fighting. This and they get like, paid to stay sober. Yeah, this is literally just like strength on strength, Extra. right? Like, yeah, so they, um... Well hydrated. So hydrated. They all have to be. <laughs> they look back. They see Rika, who was just in the pit. Champion of the thing. Super pit. But how many of them are they? They look to each other. There was more than a few. And one of them says... He says, he says, you can find him in the morning at, uh, uh, what would they call, like, a stockade? Like, drunk tank. Not, a, not the precinct. You can say, uh, you can say drunk tank. Honestly, the guardhouse. Like, the guardhouse, that's what they call it. No, no, no. You, uh, you can find him at the morning, in, in the morning at the Northwest the, the Guardhouse. The He says, uh, he says, I'm sure he'll be just starting to sober up by then. Rika knows that she can't take these guys on her own. Bear so there. So Bearjaw Bear comes Bear out of the... saunters up. Grimgorn uh, uh, follows as soon as... soon as. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. coming along. So now it's what? Now it's a Three giant Goliath. How many? Bat, so they... Laka uh, and this guy. <laughs> they, they look to your uh, group and says, Careful now. Uh, uh, careful now. It says... We have a lot more allies here than you do, newcomers. And uh, you see someone step from the shadows on the side uh, with a, uh, just like casually holding a, uh, a short curved dagger and then uh, someone revealing themselves on a rooftop, just like leaning over, sort of looking. And you can see, uh, uh, you can see like from the, from the moonlight, the uh, just like uh, yeah, the, glint of, uh, uh, the glint of a crossbow and says, and, uh, what are the name of those doors again? Battle Ragers? He says, oh, but these aren't Battle Ragers. These are uh, this is an underworld actual fighters. Yeah. I, I need a name of, a, of an underworld uh, uh, organization. The, the Mudbeards. Mudbeards. Okay, Mudbeards. He says, he says <laughs> this, here's, uh, this here's Mudbeard territory. I put them. We will know where to send your bodies. Hi, Virgil. We're just taking a <clears throat> stroll along with you. To the guard house. Fine. Ooh. 
But if any one of them they wants look, to fight me, I will fight, fight them. Fight, fight. They look, uh... Fairy <laughs> Judge just starts picking at her teeth with her thumbnail, just like, waiting for some response. They look to each other, and they, uh, they then take a glance over, like, like, they did, said, like, the fancy just... words, and they were hoping the show of force showed up. Did we? <laughs> They're like, sometimes that works. Sometimes, uh, none of our guys are in the alleyway near oh, me. Do, do we need to roll a bluff check? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is the key word to do show of force, but you don't know where your pee- this is just- Absolutely. Organized crime is anything but. Um, <laughs> that's a great quote, yeah. Um, I almost feel like this is a diplomacy situation. I don't know what it is. It's definitely so, there's clearly there's definitely some confusion some about what the fuck this is. in here. Uh, no, there, there is from both sides. There's absolutely. Okay. This is intimidation. Okay. I feel like trying it's, uh, to prevent it. It's absolutely honest here. It is absolutely an intimidation check. Right. Um, and it's going to be opposed by their. Will sight? Or just, just do this will. Just do it as there's no, wisdom. There's sorry, no will. Well, wisdom. Right, right. So insight. Yeah. Insight. Would I get help from somebody on this? <laughs> not I'm, me. Not Bearjaw. Well, what do you mean, not Bearjaw? Bearjaw's not very you, you have two Are groups you, trying no, to assist. Yeah, it's assist. Oh, we're rolling the intimidation. Yeah. That yes. wasn't clear. No, no, no. Okay. Ricka. That makes a lot the, more the, sense. The main. The, the main uh, uh, intent here that is turning into a role is Rika. Rika is essentially um, hmm. attempting to intimidate them into. Do I just aid you then? Into yeah. basically is following the legal procedures here, which is. Check the guys, aid I'm box. I'm trying to explain what you're saying. No. So uh, Rika is trying to intimidate them into following the legal procedures yeah, yeah, here, which well, is take them to the guardhouse, uh, uh, which they clearly have alternative plans. You don't necessarily sense deception, and you'll find him there tomorrow morning. In uh, pieces. But Rika's rightfully, like, cool. Concerned. Let's take him there now. Um, so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna roll. Yeah, but you, didn't, you never did. So what happens is, if you just... if you provide aid, if you are there reasonably uh, providing aid, then it becomes advantage. Flex. So you just have advantage. Your teeth. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. flex. And, and I think you are, yeah. You're the, you're there in a show of force. Along, okay, along with Scrimcorn. Scrimcorn's not actively helping with those. He, uh, Scrimcorn's there. Yeah, Scrimcorn's standing back. He doesn't actually like help the situation. Any kind of Nobody let the dogs out. But are you watching Bear Jack? No, no, no. As soon oh, if, if, as, soon as Ooh, Bear Jack came out, Mock uh, Yeah, yeah. Scrimcorn followed. I think, uh... I don't think they're gonna... I, I don't think they were intimidated. That was a seven. Uh, yeah, they have a, uh, they have a twelve. They're not wise. They're not um, intimidated. They, uh... This is their so character. You, you would, uh, There's more uh, than you. So uh, she said, she said, well, we're just on a stroll uh, along with you uh, to the guardhouse. And they tell us to fuck off. And, uh... <laughs> or maybe guys actually show up. Oh, the, people, the, guy, the guys did show up, but yeah. What happens when you, uh, when you say that is they just shrug, turn their backs to you with Mock and start hauling in that way and uh, and you see four more figures uh, step out from uh, from the alleyway, and we'll continue next week. <laughs> well done, Greg. Well That's done. That's a great send off. Uh, you guys went 
in so many directions I wasn't yeah. expecting. The, wow. heavy, the heavy, heavy narrative <laughs> section. You give us too much freedom. Well. You give us too much freedom. The second Greg. visit. I think we're but, Greg is gonna have like four sessions in a row that are pure combat. He's like, I know the rules. We're just gonna fucking like roll the dice and like we'll move through this. Like it was a bar crawl that we basically went back to the place again. They're like. You guys I gotta say, Greg, but you gotta pick up on the patterns, man. Whenever something awesome happens and Rick is not there, so you can be like, let's go back right fucking now.